0: What's that? I'll show you what it's
1: all. About
0: <laughs> yo, guys and gals, tonight's Gravity Lab Radio man, is featuring. I've been, featuring. <laughs> I've, been sw- I've been tricked. <laughs> I have swindled <laughs> and bamboozled my friends. My uh, headphones are
1: obscenely loud.
0: <laughs> uh, good. Hold on a second. Let me, let me help. Ho- is that better? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the wrong way.
1: Maybe it's worth telling the audience that you're listening to DJ's Deaf Old Man headphones right now. <laughs> that, that is true. But in your defense, you did just rearrange the entire studio slash office, so maybe some buttons got bumped.
0: Um, nope, not nah, just old. Okay, great. yeah. No. No, that's. Just they're hold. back to the same <laughs> settings. What? what? Um, <laughs> So, uh-huh. you guys don't get experience this part all the time, and this, to me, is way more fun. So, thank you guys for doing this. <laughs> this is the ad. Um, first of all, tonight's show is Lori Patiloco, a uh, friend of ours. You had, you heard Lori on the show before. Last time we talked to Lori, she had done pretty good in the PD Bullseye event. We're going to talk more about that tonight. Um, she's a really old lady, something like 68 years old or something. You're here <laughs> to defend yourself this you time. You look great for
1: 75
0: <laughs> You. <laughs> but tonight's Gravity Lab Radio, here's the ad part. Here's the part that it's so awkward to talk about by yourself. Is brought to you about the by the Rating Center. I'm, I'll make this easy because, Lori, you actually work with the Rating Center now, don't you?
2: I do. I'm a canopy coach.
0: We offer canopy coaching. We offer uh, rating courses. We do a little bit of it all. But I really want to focus a little bit on the canopy side of it tonight. Uh, for the ad, Canopy Coaching, we offer Canopy Courses. We have at least one a month in Houston, uh, the second Saturday of most months. Usually going to be taught by me. Uh, you, you've been in class with me. If you don't think I like teaching a Canopy Course, you've never been in my Canopy Course. Absolutely. I, I have so Nerd. much fun doing it. Nerd. <laughs> I, dude, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> I have a legitimate question, Yo. which may also
1: apply to some of our listeners. Please. I got my B license. Before the canopy course was required. Because you're old. Because I'm old. (laughs) And uh, I want to know at what level of experience do you think someone is beyond taking a basic canopy course?
0: Nobody. I, mean, I knew you'd uh, yeah, say that. Yeah. He's just trying to get my business. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> ben Nelson is a lot of fun for me because Ben went, used, to, used to work here in Houston, and he would come into the can. He crash my canopy course every single chance he could. By the way, guys, it's not an open invite. If you want to come sit in, in a canopy course, we do charge charge a little bit of an audit fee. Otherwise, we get a little overrun, and I think it's fair to the people who are paying. Our customers are paying to be there, so we want to make sure we're fair about that. Uh, Ben's the manager at the drop zone so he crashes my course because he's the managers and managers are assholes who think whatever they can do <laughs> well <laughs> you do owe five dollars for calling me that but also oh, you. You. <laughs> oh.
3: awesome we'll talk
0: about this young lady in a minute we'll talk about this young lady I hate you 15 dollars Madison uh, has made 35 dollars for me tonight alone Ooh. yeah I am so bad at this game so far we'll talk about this later um Ben would crash a course, and he, re- he has been through probably eight or nine sittings, like massive sittings of course. He's like, man, every time I hear a part, I hear it completely different. And something that we've tried to teach Lori to do, and I think she's, she's getting, I, I mean this very respectfully, but I try to layer conversations. I hate teaching you something with a room of three people who have different levels of knowledge and nobody getting something from it. It's either too much for you or too little for you. So if I say it just right, if we wordsmith just the right things, then everybody in the room gets a different level of understanding. So everybody, how many times have you sat through the course now?
2: Oh my God, more than six or seven. More than six or seven? Yeah.
0: And do you feel like every time you're like, oh my God?
2: Absolutely. Every time is different. Every single time is different.
0: I've taken five basic canopy courses myself. I've taken three of them since I've been teaching them. And I mean, when teaching them, I, I've taught a lot when I took my first my first of the three Oh my God. Like do I sat in a Greg Winmiller conference seminar uh, a couple years ago at PIA and that's oh, P, I, that's for me, that's where I go to sit in a lot of stuff. Um, and man, I'm learning every day. But the canopy stuff at the Rating Center, man, come check it out. Come hang out with us. We have those courses in Houston all the time. Normally me, but Lori's actually starting to teach a lot of those courses. Um, I'm getting a little bit more overwhelmed with time. Uh, This September, if you've wanted to take a canopy course in Houston ever and you don't want to deal with that jerkhole DJ, that was better, Uh, that (laughs) jerkhole DJ, uh, this, this month is the perfect time. Lori, she's doing a really great job. She's a lot nicer to look at. She's just as rude, just as mean
2: yes i am, <laughs> yes, I <laughs> am. much older yeah least, we have mentioned older. yeah a little bit older yeah
0: uh dallas we people have uh talked to me recently our resident canopy coach in dallas is moving away from dallas uh but that resident canopy coach will still be traveling back to dallas one week a month uh one one week in a month uh as much as possible and when those don't happen you look at me like he hasn't told you this yet um Um, Surprise! uh, Lori is going to be covering those extra rotations as well so we're going to have Lori around just a little bit and then once a month in San Marcos Greg Levin absolutely Gregory David on Facebook he joined us I taught his canopy course years ago and now he's teaching courses for me actually I taught yours as well I taught yours as well but it's it's so cool. We, we have a really good team. Um, if you know me and you know my brand, I'm not really bragging about my courses at this point. I'm telling you about my people. They care. They are compassionate. They love teaching, and, and they're really there for you. Lori, anything you want to share about your Canopy courses?
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm very uh, nice <laughs> to look at as opposed to DJ. So if you want to take a course with me, please just hit me up.
0: Hit her up. Guys, gals, you know how to get a hold of us. DJ at the ratingscenter.com. the ratingscenter.com on the interwebs. Go to find us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever else social media people use. Nick, it's the socials. On the socials, bro. On the socials. Until then, uh, we will be talking to Lori in a second because mm, actually, really, this is the show, isn't it?
3: Let's do it.
4: And lady, I am sad
1: that whoever just pressed play on their podcast app and is only hearing the conversation (laughs) starting
0: right now, you just missed some stuff, (laughs) (laughs) some good stuff. Missed it. The worst part of the show for for my mind is some of the best things happen before we ever turn the mics on. Getting people to break loose, getting people free, and we already have a good relationship with Lori. You've already been on the show before, so it was the the getting loose was immediate. Especially we've. I'm badgered each other. A, she came in loose.
2: I came in loose. It's okay. Yeah, we're good.
0: <laughs> she walked in and a whistle screamed <laughs>
2: through the room. Like, is
0: that a
1: train? No, it's Lori.
3: Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's weird. It's already getting so weird. It's
2: only like what, seven o'clock? <laughs> it's getting weird. So you've
0: got to imagine we've been working and training as canopy co- coaches and doing canopy courses together. This, It's a fraternity hanging out with Lori at this point.
2: Matt's not here, so I don't know. It's a, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: you, You've got to know Matt now, right, Matt Mr. Leonard? Mr. Matt Leonard, yeah. yeah I actually I pulled did. him in on a conference call <laughs> the other day
1: with a few of uh, the, the space land managers.
0: Matt Leonard uh, and I are very similar, particularly the way we badger Lori. Our lack of a filter. You
1: hit her with an actual badger.
0: Uh, absolutely, man. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's the what badger. you got. The badger didn't it deserve is, it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and she does. She banter straight back and she takes it like a champ.
3: Mhm. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. You know me, I can take it.
0: <laughs> I mean, you were making that
1: chair squeak pretty good. So It was a really squeaky sound. Like you had some practice. Hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> were we going to talk about your dating life on the show? <laughs> or were we going to make fun of you for this? You know, one of the things I said before the show started is that you seem too smart and mature to date men. And when I said <laughs> men, I really <laughs> did think about like the men that I know, like the people that we know collectively as a community. Mm-hmm. You're too, you're definitely too smart to date those guys.
3: Uh,
2: maybe.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes. Okay, I don't know. Great. Yeah. I just can't imagine. You just seem too responsible to be fooling around with some foolish young man.
2: Uh, I think you're, um, I don't know.
1: Have I, 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 I held you in too high of a regard? <laughs> oh, no. Some young whippersnapper? Yeah, I mean, given your age. <laughs> 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 wow.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: Do you uh, introduce these guys that you meet to your grandkids? <laughs>
0: oh <my God. laughs> Where did this start? Where did those Lori's old joke start? Because everybody's shocked to truly hear that she's 42?
2: Three.
0: 43? Three. So she's 43, and honestly. You look great for thirty-three. I'm, I'm not trying to be nice. Now that's enough. You're an old hag.
4: Yeah, right. Um, I think it was the last time you came on the show, right? Yeah. We started making fun of it.
2: Yeah. Did, did you
1: drive yourself here? Or did you have I your, had help. One of your children. I had
2: help.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are your you allowed are, to drive your at your
2: night? Adult I don't drive at night, so I'm gonna have to get an Uber <laughs> home.
0: <laughs> Do you know how to actually call an Uber? <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> Touche!
1: some young whippersnapper to show you how to use that
0: smartphone yeah i do need some help
2: yeah it helps when there's young guys around
0: hey Hey, that's the dating life (laughs) Mm. date them young raise them the way you want them something like that wait a minute you you, looked at you looked at me as though i had the same
1: strategy well yeah Yeah. those those young men (laughs) so easy to manipulate they do whatever i want
2: I don't know, you're good looking. You know, you could probably manipulate them. I, wish that, mustache, I wish
1: that that was true. If I thought that I could get anyone <laughs> to do anything based on the way that I look, I would be taking my clothes off for money. All I would be doing that. That'd you do have that van room. with all those tasty baked goods inside. Yeah, well, you got it. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I I really think I'm trying to turn over a new leaf in the level of appropriateness of things that I say in general. So we've already is not working. (laughs) No. Well, I didn't I didn't do that. I didn't say a thing that I just thought that was really (laughs) vulgar and funny to me. You guys all would have laughed as well. And I didn't say it. Good for you. So we're we're doing No Swear September. Might as well address it now because we're going to catch each other slipping up. (laughs) You're going to set me up. You you weren't. (laughs) No, that's not true. That's not true. I could have just been counting them throughout the night and giving you a bill at the end. Oh, man. You can't count that high. (laughs) That's uh, (laughs) debatable. But so, uh, Justin, you uh, weren't here when we had Maddie on the show. No. I kind of had this feeling about swearing in front of Maddie, especially with her mom present. That I, that I address, and then it turned into, uh, you know, that's Sacrifice September traditionally. And we haven't really picked a goal or a thing or, you know, it's just September right now for the most part. And so I introduced No Swear September. And earlier today, Maddie and her mom, Danielle, came to the Drop Zone, and they had had a shirt made for me that says No Swear September. They made one for Maddie, too. And on the back of uh, Maddie's, I think it says, I swear I will catch you if you're swearing <laughs> something it was really cute. And they brought me a giant swear jar to hold all the money that she's going to get from me by the end of the month. <laughs> but that's pretty awesome. So so DJ got wrangled in on this deal too. So feel free to call out either one of us who are, are, are using profanities. Oh, man.
0: So earlier when y'all were playing The Police mm-hmm. by NWA and he said, DJ, you should sing the song. And, oh, song. <laughs> 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 and I <laughs> caught my... I mean...
4: Like when I was playing The Police, like... I don't remember playing uh, Roxanne or
3: Roxanne. (laughs) No, you didn't get it. No, I got it.
0: I'm just not. You're trying to make me to repeat the title, and I'm not doing it. You can fish all day long, but, man, I'm not buying it. yeah, NWA. There you go. <laughs> you Actually, I'm afraid right now I can say anything like you, that.
1: You can even say, <laughs> that's "Scary Funk the Police," and I think that that's acceptable. Fudge them. Oh, wait a minute. Fudge uh, the police. <laughs> rock the
0: police. <laughs> F those police. Was it Def Leopard? Uh, rock. Yeah, let's get rocked. Rock the police. Let's
3: get. Let's get rocked.
0: I don't, Man. Remember, that. I don't remember that one. You, you have a chance on this no. one. Remember Def Leopard? Hysteria. Yeah. Adrenaline. No, there not Ho- that. One armed on drummer. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get rocked was one of their songs. Really? Yeah. Let's I get that. Let's, that one. Yeah. Let's get right. Okay, I know the song. Yeah. I'm pretty wow. sure that's Def Leppard. I'm do
2: they rated. do Cherry Pie? Who did Cherry Pie? It's Warrant.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Damn, okay. The oh. stripper song. So, time out. I'm not before doing it. I'm further, not doing further. it. Uh, no swear <laughs> September, you're on the show. Are you doing it? Are you joining? Mm, so, no. our money goes to Maddie for <laughs> her tunnel fund. Because at first, uh, Elsa was smart enough to point out, like, well, DJ, you'll just look at this as a savings account. I think she was a little more polite than that. I'm like, oh, yeah, so let's make it worth something. We'll give Maddie money for a tunnel time. And then I looked at her and said, you're not getting any money from me. And so far, I owe Maddie $35 in the last hour alone. So, Madison, I currently hate you, child. <laughs>
2: I'll kick in five bucks for my damn. Oh, that's ten
1: bucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I wonder what the strategy is gonna be. Like, do you just fill
0: in a swear word with another word? Like Oh, that is exactly what I will be doing. Fishnookad is coming back fishnookah. All right. And it's gonna be used for every cuss. like it's because nookah could be used every way possible, anyways, the original word. You're not fishnooking around. No. Nope. I'm gonna get fishnookad. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fuck that! It's <laughs> <laughs> too many syllables, man. It's uh, <laughs>
1: it's been really difficult for me to just be more conscious of what I'm saying. But and as soon as I started throwing money in that jar, I
0: started noticing it pretty quick. Because I'm at home, I'm I'm not leaving the house much right now. I didn't realize it was September. It didn't cross my mind. Today I was on the DZ all day. I was on it half the day yesterday. I didn't think anything of it. Um. And today, when you came into the house and I said something like, oh, yeah, it's no swear September. I'm like, mm. and I think my response, you, to you shout shouted that, a giant F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, was I, your response. I cussed right like, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I've, I owe the young lady $35 right now. Whose idea was that? Yours? I'm pretty sure it was mine yeah. because my good buddy Chase had a
1: child recently. He's got a daughter now who's five or six months old. And he, I was just talking to him on the phone one day. He's like, yeah, I decided to quit swearing. And then, you know, we talk usually once a week, Chase and I, and I still swear on the phone because I'm a vulgar person <laughs> and he doesn't. And I noticed the, I just, I noticed the moments when he catches himself and uh, it's, it's proven to be quite challenging.
2: It is challenging because you don't even notice you're saying it. Like there's a lot of times where like you'll say a word and you're just like, it's just part of your vocabulary.
0: Especially when you hang out of the drop zone. Yes. As much as we do. Yes. So many times, and just the two things y'all said, I wanted to say, F yeah. I mean, it's just how naturally responsive it is. I'm actually, now that I'm in gear and engaged, I think I won't be bad. Um, as you know, my parents are very conservative. And yeah, if you just put on mom and dad
1: voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My parents. I, I don't think my parents would mandate I don't cuss in front of them. I don't think they. W- I don't think they would like it. I think their feelings would be hurt. So it's out of respect that I don't swear in front of them. More than anything, I've actually. That's look- hard because I don't respect any of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I've looked at my sister. or I've asked my sister before. I'm like, hey yo, uh, that message I just left mom and dad. Will you check it real quick? Uh, I don't know if I cussed or not. Um, and she's always come back with like, no, you haven't. So I, I, I just have now like, man, I got to be around my parents, who I'm gonna see for a week. So. Part of September is me. We're just getting you current. Man, you're going to put me in <laughs> like middle of the month. I'm gold because I'm with my family the whole time. So three-year-old little niece, four-year-old little niece. Can't cuss in front of her because now she definitely repeats what I say. Absolutely. Oh,
1: I can't She's wait. She's going to be snooking up a storm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so excited to see that little girl. The one you drew earmuffs on one day. Yeah. Oh, man. Good. I'll show you some video of her. She she is growing up. She's a giant little kid. So anyways, Lori, how have you been?
2: i've been good i've been uh working at a real job
0: so you left the uh unlimited jump gig no more full-time skydiving
2: no more full-time skydiving what are you
0: doing for work
2: uh i work at a bank now
0: what do you do at a bank
2: i work with high net worth individuals
0: so this could be an inside job could be yeah (laughs) so uh investment stuff
2: no, not investment. Can, can um,
0: you line me baking. up with a sugar daddy? That's the most important. See, I've yeah, <laughs> been trying
2: for that. No, no. No, I, not for
0: you.
1: I'd get me one. What
2: that you, would work. you you yeah. said
1: that you thought I could be influential? I uh, yeah.
2: I I think I could probably hook yes. you up with quite a few. I will mm-hmm. do terrible things for that money. Good, <laughs> good. That's what you're supposed to do.
1: I won't swear though. <laughs>
2: No, it's been good. It's been uh, interesting. <laughs>
1: I feel like for the right <laughs> amount, you would. You probably would. Yeah, whatever. Give ten thousand dollars, I'll do whatever you want.
2: Noted. So, <laughs> what, has it been a difficult? That was change?
0: cheaper than your last breakup. <laughs> <Right. laughs> breakup? I'm dead making it up. There's nothing oh, real yeah. behind that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just waiting. I'm just
1: waiting for you guys to ask me what sort of awful things I would do for ten thousand dollars. What would you do for ten thousand so dollars? It's a long
0: list.
4: Anything you want. <laughs> Everything.
0: Ten thousand dollars will buy you a lot of mouthwash and dignity.
4: Who needs dignity? Who needs
2: dignity when
1: you've got that money.
2: We're at a drop zone all day. There is none.
1: So how's the change been from uh, drop zone mm-hmm. life to uh, real life? can't talk like this brutal
2: <laughs> it's, it's actually been really hard like it's really hard to like i enjoy banking i love banking like that's what i've done over a really long time but um yeah it's been a really it's been a really difficult change i think a lot of people that were on the package last year so many of them did aff or now they're tis or now there's something on the drop zone all the time so they're around it all the time you know i see a sunny day and i'm just like oh, jesus i'm here you know, and it's not like I don't love what I do. Like, I love what I do. But the thing is, is like, I miss, I feel like I'm not current anymore. I feel like I'm losing my currency. I feel like, you know, every day that these guys are getting more advanced. And, you know, I see Jeff, you know, Freeman, and he's like, you know, we were jumping together. And he's like, you know, going through and he's like, Oh, I just got my VK. And I'm like, man, like, you are doing awesome. Like, this is so good. Like, congratulations like you're doing aff you're like making this work like this is phenomenal and i'm like i'm a single chick that's got to pay for myself so i need a job (laughs) (laughs) you know that pays like a steady income and and i would love to do something in skydiving full-time it's just i haven't been able to figure out how i can make that work yet so we'll see i'm working on it
1: how many hours a week you working 40. is it like cut dry 40 exactly yeah, is that is that much of a real world job?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's great because like I love I love working in banking. It's just that you know there's so many things that I want to do, and now that like I feel like after last year, my world has been opened up so much. I've got to meet so many people and do so many things, and I can see how many opportunities are out there for learning. Now it's just like. Oh man, how do I manage my time to like make all these things happen? Because like I've I've really had to start learning how to say no, and that's a really hard thing for me to do. Is say I really do want to learn this, like especially like the crew stuff. Like I I want to learn crew. I want to learn how to be a pilot. Like I want to do all this stuff, but it's like I've only got so many hours in my week now to be able to do this. This is something now I'm going to have to push into next year, or I'm going to have to push a few months away, or my goals change and now this is happening so yeah it's been a little tough but i mean that's what like people do so we'll make it work
1: how many jumps were you able to do on the package
2: um i think on the package i did around 800 850
1: okay cool and how how is how those numbers compared this year
2: i did 250 this year
1: but that's given a two month shutdown where nobody did anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm also, you know, doing a lot more coaching this year, so I'm on the ground a lot more. I'm trying to learn how to coach, and and it's been really, um, it's been a really good experience to like sit and and I'm really trying to watch people coach, like like watching DJ coach and sitting in all the coach courses. And how do you interact with people? How do you express information? I've been reaching out to people that I've met. Um, some some amazing people have been super helpful to me. Like Matt's been super helpful. Julian has been super helpful, Sasha has been super helpful, like all these guys are helping me learn how to be a coach, but that also means I'm on the ground, I'm watching every landing, I'm watching everybody and what they do, like really trying to like dissect every little thing and every what everybody's doing so I can actually become a better coach. So it's like when I'm jumping, I'm still watching, but when I'm on the ground, I'm learning so much and I I've made like a kind of like packed myself People have told me so much on the ground and I don't keep a little notebook and I'm fucking old. So like. (laughs) It's
0: okay. You're not. It's just. You're welcome to throw money down for that. But yeah, it's it's not your obligation.
2: like I I will because I like her. So and I want to encourage her. So like literally like. I want to keep a notebook so that that way when somebody says something, that I want to write it down so that that way I remember because there's been so many things that have been said that I'm like, okay, I need to make a mental note of that. But I'm too old to remember it and then it goes do, out of my
1: mind. Do you bring a, <laughs> a notepad with you?
2: I'm going to, yeah. If, if
1: you wear a fanny pack, it holds a notepad and hand insi- hand sanitizer really <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> and also if you're carrying a radio, it clip's right on there.
2: Okay, cool. Good to know.
1: It's been my my, uh, my strategy of the, the whole year.
2: Good to know. I will do that. Yeah, fanny pack.
1: But I I'm half your age but i'm very forgetful (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so i I have to have the notepad for the same reason because the moment that someone tells me this great thing i might even be moving towards accomplishing this thing that is sometimes important and then the moment someone else stops me for another thing that first idea was totally gone yeah and then i rack my brain trying to get back to it but if i've just written it down got it got on the paper
2: well you know that's nice thing because like sitting in so many canopy courses like i'm sitting in the back and i'm just taking notes the whole time so i'm taking notes and i'm like making sure like okay this is kind of how we explain this and this is kind of how we explain that and you know trying to write down everything to make sure that like the points get made that it's in a clear way that i can understandably like communicate it to someone else so that that way i can kind of take it home think about it think about how i would say it and then kind of just put it back out there because like there's so much good information and like you've run the course dj so many times that like you don't know what you're saying i mean but you <laughs> no, do i'm with you
0: but it's like, autonomous to a point
2: yeah but like i notice something different every single time i watch so that that way i'm always ready to write down whatever i notice that's different cuz not every class demands the same level of information so it's interesting to me like when we were doing the debriefs for the um, accuracy event how you're, de- how you're debriefing and how you're explaining things because it's coaching them as much as it is coaching me. So that's super helpful to me because then I can go back and think about that information and, and then relay that to people going forward as well because like I didn't quite get it the same way but now I understand it in a different way. So now it's cool that I can actually think about that and then be able to communicate that. So it's really good.
0: It was a lot of fun. We just did uh, the Texas Shootout Dallas Qualifier. we got to talk about the Texas Shootout here for a minute. But Mm. um, I I explained a theory that I've explained in front of Lori more than one time and that I've actually explained to you as a student uh, at least one time. And and I fully understand. I think you understood the thought process right away. But you weren't intimate with that thought process till this time. This time you were like, I get it. I really, really get it. And I think I've told you that I got that from Greg Windmiller back. If you listen to the ad, one of the things that I, I taught the other day in a canopy course was from a buddy continue to get that education. And it was cool to see that light bulb in your head like oh, I, I, yeah. well, I looked at you during that conversation and you definitely clicked a little bit better on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't mean to bring the Texas shoot up at that point, but I do, I want to mention it real quick. Um, I've always wanted to do a canopy competition at some point, like the rating center as me is what we do. I think like some type of canopy comp would be super great, but I've been really torn and conflicted. I struggle because I'd really like to do some type of swoop comp at some point. I really like to host some type of this, that, or the other thing. And said and done, when I got to a good point and Lori really helped me get there, I realized let's start with one of the more fundamental types of events because it will be the easiest to draw attention to, it will be the safest to host, and it will be the easiest for us to put on. And an accuracy event became it. And now I realize, man, I think I was thinking too far ahead of myself. I was trying to be too advanced for what I want to do because I haven't hosted a Swoop comp before. Let me do these other events. <clears throat> Lori, I was working on an idea. Lori was working on an idea, and both at the same, uh, she came talking to me, and. I forget how it was presented um, and who said we want to emulate PD Bullseye. I want to say you're the one who said let's do it like the PD Bullseye. It was you, right? I, I really couldn't tell you how and where, how, where this all came.
2: I think it was very organic.
0: Yeah, it very much was. But she came and she's like, man, I, I've done this. I want uh, This is something we can do. Um, immediately, and this will break into another conversation, Lori won the PD Bullseye event. So I think it's the best possibility for her to give back. I'll, I'll be a little bit transparent right now. If if it's none of your business, but here you go. Last year, Lori did her first coaching session with me, and I saw this hunger and desire to learn. And I said, "Man, this chick is serious about about crushing it." I almost said "kicking butt" about <laughs> crushing <laughs> it. And uh, you can say "kicking butt." I know, but I almost said it the other way. She did. Uh, but yeah, I had to change gears. Or we the first show when you said, "Let's just cuss." That. <laughs> um I, I saw she was super hungry. She was just really a good learner. So I said, I will coach you free for the year. Anytime you want to do a session, let's get together, let's coach. And I invested in her. And the thought process for me was I really somebody who's that interested in learning, I want to train. And for me, there was a little bit of a challenge. Lori winning the PD Bullseye event was, was super cool. And I've never I think two different people brought it up to me. I think you were one of them who said it's cool that we got to train the person who won. Another buddy of mine who runs a Canopy School called me out, on. I'm like, dude, thanks, man. It had nothing to do with it. It's everything to do with what she did. So Lori got all this free coaching. What better way for her to give back than to host this Canopy series? She is judging slash coaching it at the same time. So what we're doing is a complete mock event or a complete replica, one minor rule change, a replica of what they did for the PD Bullseye event. Houston, we already had the qualifier. Dallas, we just had on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. The weekend mm-hmm. I went to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then September 12th is uh, Sam Marcos. That's See, right. man, she's in charge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the admin guy, for real. Other than that, she's... I told you at the beginning, you were going to be leading the charge. Yeah. You really didn't know how much I said that, did you? <laughs> the more we went, you're more like, oh, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah you and are. You're crushing it. Thank you're you. crushing it. Uh, and then Sam Marcos is the next one. And so it's two rounds. You show up. You do a hop and pop pass. You land within. Tell me the rules. You got it. You're do, you do. You got the briefing down. Help me out.
2: Yeah. So the bullseye is a uh, basically the same size as basically a frisbee. So you know, sixteen centimeters. Uh, but it's fifteen meters is the circle size. Uh, so basically, you have to land within fifteen meters of the circle of the bullseye. And uh, so yeah, it's it's interesting because. Um, it, it, it challenges people in a way that they don't really realize are being challenged. Like some people think like, Oh, accuracy is super easy. Like I can land in this area all the time. Well, that's, that's great. But like, no, like land in, in this area, like all the time. And you know, it's interesting to see like the difference between Houston and Dallas Dallas, surprisingly, was a no-wind environment when we were we were doing it. That's and different for them. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm
1: sure that was a curveball for some of those guys.
2: Yeah. So, like, it was really interesting to see the difference between the Houston guys, especially some of the people that I trained with last year, came out and competed. And, and you know, they're like, okay, cool. Like, we we got this. No big deal. And I'm like, well, it's, it's not exactly easy. as We got this. No big deal. Like, you know, ch- things change from one pass to the next pass. The winds change. So, you have to be able to accommodate that. You have to be able to feel that. You have to be able to know what to do to change your pattern to understand that this is what the winds are doing now. And I think it gives people a better appreciation for like how hard accuracy actually is. You know, people see people being accurate and they're like, oh yeah, no big deal. I can do that all the time. Okay, do it in this wind environment, do it in that wind environment, do it from this direction, that direction, whatever. You know, it, it's not as easy as it looks and I, it's great because it's like so many newer jumpers are, are really getting involved in it are really getting interested in it. And I think it's a great thing for not only their experience level because eventually they're gonna land off. And that to me is the biggest thing is that like eventually these people are gonna land off and can you land in someone's backyard? Can you save your life by knowing where you're gonna land? Like that to me is a huge thing. So that's kind of why I wanted to take accuracy to new jumpers is just to give them that experience of like having like an, the knowledge that yeah, I can land in someone's backyard and still be safe. So that's kind of what I wanted to do.
1: What's the, have you landed off? Have you landed off in a sketchy spot? Yes. <laughs> oh, there's
0: a
2: story. <laughs> that definitely what's feels on? like a story. <laughs> so we were doing a 20-way competition last year. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was great. So I was one of the last divers out as part of like Team Awesome. So we were like, I can't see out of, outside of the plane. I have no idea what's going on. I'm such so far back in the plane. like I have no idea. When people start going, you just start going. So there's 20 of us trying to clear a plane in like less than two seconds. So we all jump out, open up, and I'm like, oh, dear God, I can't even see the drop zone. Like, 17 of us landed off. So it was crazy. Uh, big
1: belly group? Big belly group. Sounds about right. Okay, keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So literally, uh, I looked around and I was like, oh, my dear Lord, I think at this point I might have had maybe 200 jumps, like maybe 200 jumps. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on right now? Like, I've never really landed off. I mean, I did, but, like, it was, like, barely. And I see Tony Casino in his little tiny parachute.
1: Following the wrong guy already. I know, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> So I see Tony and I'm Love like... Love you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, oh, I guess I'm going to follow him. So... I was like, oh my God, I don't, I've never really landed off before. And we were like li- over half a mile off. It wasn't even Th- close. This was in
1: Houston? Mm-hmm. Okay. What what uh, direction off were you guys? East. Okay. Half a mile to the east.
2: Yeah. So near the post office. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like in a field. And I was like, oh my God, I've never really done this before. Okay. I don't know if I can do this you know and it was actually really <laughs> Put scary. me back in the plane. Yeah I was, just, I was like oh my god and, the, and then like thinking like oh my god uh, I kind of wanted and thankfully I landed safely near him and everything was fine but I was just like oh this is like I don't want to be in this situation again where I don't know if I can land safely.
1: That's right, it's good. that uh, cliche thing that we say a lot, it's better to be on the ground wishing you were in the sky than in the sky wishing you were on the ground. Yeah. That's the moment you had that feeling yeah. for the first time.
2: Yeah, thanks, Moob. I appreciate you uh, opening opening up the uh, gateway for us to set up half a mile early before... Uh, oh, you were half a mile <laughs> early. Yeah, Great. before we... before Because we, while well, the light was put on super early, thinking that it was going to take 20 of us a really long time to set up, because generally speaking, a 20-way takes forever to set up in the door we were super efficient in the door which means we jumped out way too early so yeah that was a that was fun
1: <laughs> you know uh, that uh <laughs> that cliche that i just said about better to be on on, in, on the ground wishing jorge our pilot presented a different version of it the other day that i really liked That was really simply said uh takeoff sh- takeoffs are optional and landings are not the moment that you're in the air whether you're in an airplane or under a parachute yeah, you got you got to come down. So it's uh, I think that that really that's a r- really concise way to put it in perspective of like oh may- maybe I don't need to jump right now. Yeah. Just that that whole no one to want ne- to say no thing I think is really important.
2: Well, it's cool because like I was talking to a new guy last weekend and, <laughs> and like
1: <laughs> poor wait new guy's Scott, new ever guy. new guy you're dating
3: no
0: oh <laughs> Dan congratulations son <laughs> They're <Dating laughs> a senior citizen. Does she, she also yeah, get disca- discounted movie theater tickets when sh- you guys go? <laughs> she gives great gum jobs. There's the new guy for everyone <laughs> watching at home. Take the teeth out <laughs> and just. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. It's
2: called Werther's. Shut up. <laughs> no, like, so. <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. It's called Werther's. What?
2: Yeah, Werther's is like the old people, like.
0: Like the, the butterscotch like candy, yeah. Okay, so what's werther got to give with.
2: Doesn't matter. Never anyways. <laughs> anyways, but like, uh, so I was watching The Winds and I wasn't. Terribly thrilled with what I was seeing, and I was watching the windsock, and I was like, mm, "I don't, I don't think it's worth jumping today." And I was talking to Dan, and he was like, "You're sitting on the ground." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just not feeling the winds right now. Like, I think it's a little bit weird." And he's like, "Well, if you're sitting down, I'm sitting down." And I was like, "Good for you, dude. Like, this is awesome."
0: Dan is uh, not really a new guy. Uh, he was new last <laughs> Mayish, and he still wasn't really that new, but he was new guy to a group. So. Last year, not only did I invest in Lori, but I did, I think, two different weekends I think so. where I said, if you are registered for the PD Bulls Eye event, show me your registration email. I'll do a free day of Canopy Coaching. Did I do a free day or free? It was just a day or weekend. I think it was the It was yeah, the yeah. weekend. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. The weekend, because he showed up for half the That's first right. day and the full second day. And uh, for me, it was... If anybody's going to win the PD Bullseye event, I did not know how true this was going to be that it's going to be some of my homies from Houston. My friend is going to win the PD Bullseye event. Like, uh, no disrespect to Wait, anybody. I you said that Lori won that event. Yeah, I know. It didn't work out very well. It didn't work out. Um, uh, Hey, uh, Ginger, <laughs> some, right, some old lady
4: that wandered on the drop zone. <laughs>
0: Write $5 down on that whiteboard for me. <laughs> Fuck all of you from everywhere else. My Houstonians were going to win the PD Bullseye event. That's how I felt. So I invested in our homies for a couple weekends, and Frank Pellerin, he uh, says, hey, yo, man, I got this guy who's going to join us. He didn't know about it, so he's registering right now. Can he go? In? I'm like, if he shows me a registration email, he can join. I'm, I'm great with it. So he was introduced as the new guy. Since then, he has been called new guy nonstop. The first jump he made with a group, he landed wow. like super tight, super <laughs> close to target. And he looked at everybody and said, Suck it. <laughs> and I think what was it? Did he go suck it, suck it, suck it to each person? Absolutely. Yeah, he he pointed at every person and go, suck it, suck it, suck <laughs> it. So yeah. now A, his name is New Guy, yeah. and he's told to suck it nonstop. And it took him a while to realize that's your name and that's your friend. Like it's yeah. you're never <laughs> going to get over that, Earned buddy. It. Yeah super good dude yeah it's I think he's a dude if you if you found a moment to uh talk to and you will um I you'll immediately find a moment to talk to him regularly he's that guy where when I see him I'm happy to exchange pleasantries because I know I'm gonna have five minutes of a relaxing conversation
1: you got a lot to live up to now new guy Dan yeah yeah Dan see suck, suck it <laughs> suck it
0: um <laughs> but Dan actually won the Houston qualifier. Yes, he
2: did. I was so proud of him. Yeah,
0: he uh, he's a little bit inconsistent because he was newer, and we've been. He's but man, when he hits, he hits, and he hits. He's tight, man. Totally your sex tape. Oh man, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, that show is under uh, consideration. The cast and staff of that show, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, quite a few months ago now, or, or a couple months ago now. I came together and said we're temporarily suspending the show uh, until we can figure out how to uh, have a show um, police departments in the current environment. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm totally bummed out because man, it's just a good show, dude. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's like, a parody, it's a comedy. Like for sure, whatever's going on is going but man, it's a stupid TV show. It made me laugh, man. Terry Cruz and they're making his pecs bounce. <laughs> like mm, I wanna motorboat that son. <laughs> was that a bad word? <laughs> no. no. No, did I say that out loud? It's it's
1: fine. Dude, Sam uh, has a, a crush on him too. She also
0: notices the pecs. Dude, he uh, he was. You guys a San are De- both
1: Asian. You guys can both like him. It's he good. was a San Diego
0: Chargers. <laughs> how I first knew him. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't
1: know he actually. <laughs> yeah, he's so NFL funny. NFL. In my head, he's just a guy who's been professionally jacked and sold old spice for <laughs> a, old a while. Spice? <laughs> like, That's the only. That's the only. And connection. really good at the muscular robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny. Like I don't think of him as an athlete. Have he's you just seen a, the video
0: with him with sensors all over his body and he's playing instruments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! This is ridiculous um uh share a link on the show but don't show it, <laughs> it, it it's we can't show things from YouTube yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to try it, it seems more and more they're picking stuff up man it's stupid um he puts sensors on his power its <laughs> that, that's part of the thing and if he flexes this packet, it plays that symbol. if he flexes this packet, it plays that drum and like and butt <laughs> cheeks like he's got sensors oh all and, he, and he's yelling power like what's, what's I, he? i'm pretty sure that's
1: an old spice thing the like, that was like a... a it's an old commercial. Is, that, for them? is yeah. that what it
3: is?
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I I just remember seeing him do this, and it's just it's hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Oh, man. Uh, I, I've known Terry Crews from his football days because he was a Charger. And oh, and you're a San Diego guy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. i just a, a Chargers fan, and even though they're from L.A. now, city of
1: L.A. so City of Angels, my friend.
0: The devil was an angel. That's the truth. <laughs> okay. Wow, awkward. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'm lost>. uh-uh. <laughs> All right then. Super lost. <laughs> and okay. It's uh, uh, I, you you lose a lot of your admiration, or a lot of people in the Southern California area don't like L.A. in general, and it's just L.A. is it's like most big cities. It's just a big city. It's a big cesspool. It's, it's the attitudes, the pretentiousness, the personalities. Like, have you been to San Diego? Yeah,
1: yeah, I really like San Diego. I mean, I was a kid the first time I went there, so I don't think the uh, my mom talked about how how kind the people in San Diego were. I think I was too young to really get that. But you mean the San Diegans? San Diego was San Diego San
4: Diego San Diegans
1: San
0: Diegans. <laughs> um, they uh, so it's nicknamed America's Finest City, and to this day, it is the favorite city I've lived in. I absolutely adore the city of San Diego. The people were wonderful. Um, There are people all over Southern California who are wonderful people, and people in LA give Southern Californians a bad name. So most people in Southern California, not most but a lot, aren't excited to be associated to LA. So as, as a San Diegan. L.A. is like <laughs> boo.
1: <laughs> can't do it, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't. I can't, I can't like control myself. So you, you, you can't. You can't try and seriously use that word.
4: As someone,
3: I, I can. But San yeah. Diego.
4: As someone from the whale's vagina.
3: <laughs>
0: mom, mom.
1: Oh my God, even weirder. Oh man. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) See, I was going to drop that line, but it wasn't worth the $5 I'm doing
3: it for both of y'all. You're (laughs) welcome. I'm Ron Burgundy?
4: (laughs) You're not Ron. (laughs) Oh, man.
3: Power.
1: (laughs) 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 There was a short period where... You
3: almost made me waste $200, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Dude,
1: what a a great movie. (laughs) Are you... uh, DJ, are you a Will Ferrell fan? Are you a fan of any of his movies? I, yeah, I absolutely am a Will Ferrell fan. I uh, you know I don't know if you know this, but I interviewed Miss Lori just yesterday mm-hmm. regarding a uh, project for PD, so I'm trying to not repeat any of the questions. Thank you. I know why you picked a Sabre 3 already. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I just bought but one. <laughs> Did you Did really? Did you really? Yeah. Sabre
3: 3. Yeah.
2: Please
0: tell me that Laurie is the reason that you bought it.
2: It is. Yeah. It is. So
0: I'll tell totally. you. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you why he bought it right now. Justin was jumping a storm 190. Justin's got bum knees. Justin doesn't run out landings as good as he wants to sometimes. Justin will opt to slide in landings on conditions that he just says, I'm gonna protect my knee and better better safe than sorry. He flies a 190 completely fine, he lands it completely soft, but he chooses to slide him in. I've watched you do it. I watched him land that stupid Saber 3 170 <laughs> the other day in no wind, time and time and time again. And not run them out because it carried so much power in the tail end that he was able mm-hmm. to step them out. And I've never watched you stand up landing so consistently since your knee surgery. And I watched it all day. Yeah. So that's why you bought it.
4: And that was even in booties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, dude, it was so good. Uh, PD actually asked that's me about It's crazy you. how much different it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PD, Kyle's like, hey, so how did Justin do with that demo? I'm like, bro, it's the canopy for him. It's so good to finally see you under a wing that is doing you so well. So I'm happy. Kudos. Congratulations, Thanks. bro. Yeah, I watch you, and I'm like, "Oh my god! I bet you, Justin's so happy because you're you were so nervous about that knee for so mm-hmm. long." Congratulations, brother. That's why he's jumping to 170. I feel like I had a
1: reason to be saying what I was saying before that.
0: Lori interview. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, it's vagina. She doesn't like Will Ferrell. Lori was. <gasps> oh, I
1: did
3: not say that. No, we no, did no, talk, we talked about it. We did
1: talk
0: about Will Ferrell movies yesterday. Yeah, yeah. that's old where school, we were. a Great at. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old school is wonderful. But mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was a, a sort of humor that connected with you. No, I I love. Uh, so, Night at the Roxbury, I've probably watched more than any other movie in the world. Oh, dude! Oh my
3: god! I, what I
0: is I watched it maybe a week ago, two weeks ago max. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I had the soundtrack for a long time. Um, I can st- do. I absolutely love that movie. Um,
4: Baby, don't hurt me, me. no, no more. more. Not again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that kill me. Nice bulls. I mean,
1: <laughs> why did we stop doing karaoke you, night? You, me, me, you.
3: <laughs> why does it taste so good? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't
4: I don't get That's the obscure weird. night at the roxbury ones.
0: i do yeah, dude i I'm it's so like there just before my time inside out club <laughs> um because people weren't participating. It was just like the same three people. No, I was just making again. a
1: joke about your beautiful singing voice. Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
0: That's why we <laughs> have karaoke. Yeah, if we ever do karaoke night again, if you don't want me to sing, you Dude, should sing.
1: I legit have fun at karaoke <laughs> night because it's a reason for me to make a bunch of people I know watch me sing hip-hop music. <laughs> and that is super fun to me. And you're actually pretty good at it. That's fun. I don't know what else <laughs> I'm to sorry. say about it.
0: I won't say you're good at it because I don't know. what You are very entertaining. I think you're good. But it's entertaining no it's matter fun. what. Yeah. Everybody, fun. have you seen him at karaoke night? I've never night?
2: been to a karaoke night. We
0: only did two of them and the second one was less successful than the first. <laughs> yep. So we don't do karaoke night anymore. Um, but you know what we do soon?
3: <gasps> the <gasps> Gravity,
0: <gasps> Lab Gravity Lab <gasps> Film Festival. <gasps> blah, 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 oh man, I should have <laughs> queued that up. <laughs> 149 episodes in and he still doesn't know to queue <laughs> up his phone. I do, we don't do it every time. There's not always a a reason to use it.
4: Can we put a button on here for that?
1: Do you promise not to overuse it? (laughs) What? What do you mean? What do you mean make that button and not overuse it? That's (laughs) the craziest thing you could even suggest. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I I could just make that noise all day and be totally happy with my life. Oh, that's awesome. Film Festival!
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it uh, should be a pretty good time. I am. It's it's one of my favorite nights of the year. I'm super curious to see who enters videos this year. Ev- this is our fourth year, right? Yeah, I'm counting posts. current So every year I'm actually nervous to how many entries are going to be there. Um, I want it to be big partially because I'm just trying to throw a party. That's all we're really trying to do. This is about people's videos, people skydiving. We're throwing a party for everybody to have a good time. By the way, LB Altimeters is buying the beer that night. Is that true? Oh, where is up? it? Where that's is awesome. it? LB Altimeters. There's, there, there's <laughs> your exaggeration. I was on a phone call with the owners from LB Altimeters. I happened to have a little bit of extra money laying around from them from a project and said, hey, I need to send you the money from their project. DJ, buy the drop zone drinks. Make sure the drop zone drinks good that night. I like no LB. joke. That is what the owner said. Wow. So if you're coming to Gratulet Film Festival, LB Altimeters, we're going to not have a keg this year. <laughs> we're not going to have a keg because of COVID. So we're going to have cases and cases of beer. Nice. So Feb- October 24th, free beer from LB Altimeters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of yes. drug that out
0: because I didn't think it was ready. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was, I was debating which noise I was going to make. Yeah. Can, I, can I also this, say, uh, what is
2: the same day as well?
0: The Texas Shootout Finals. <laughs> Man, are you saying she's noise. got a? Are you saying she's a tugboat? Are you saying she's a little? No, brat? I was saying that this we we're gonna. Hey, have I to lost <laughs>
2: three pounds this month. Okay, I lost three
1: whole pounds. <laughs> I lost three pounds this morning at about six a.m.
0: <laughs> Man, no, you took mighty big that's dookies. Nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. This month being September third.
2: Okay, no, it was it was August. Okay, it was August. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was working out. Like I was doing stuff.
0: You look great. Oh, you
2: look like you've lost you.
1: at least four pounds. Wow,
2: that's amazing. <laughs> and, I look at and least lost like forty-seven. At least as well five too, right? years off of
1: your life because you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> JK L O L. But uh man, I sure am working on that uh promo video for the film festival. It's gonna be done at least with at least a month of advanced warning.
0: I'm gonna say you said that with a little sarcasm, didn't you? That no, you're working I mean, on it. No, I'm working you, on it. Okay, because you're super I, busy. I
1: have made a couple jumps with the intention of gathering footage for this project <laughs> and have made a couple phone calls. Co- there's some stuff I got to get to make it the way that I want to make it. And uh, let me know how I can help. Got any mustache wax?
4: I do.
3: What? <laughs> what <laughs> what? Mus- what is that? Having
1: a mustache is an important part of my video, okay? I'm shocked you don't have mustache wax. I do. I do. Okay. I just don't uh, usually put it in because it, when I put mustache wax on... I sweat all day under my mask and then now my mask stinks like sweaty mustache wax. So I don't usually do it up.
0: I I don't use beard balm and oils as much as I normally do because even the less fragrant ones have some great fragrance to it and it... I used one that's like eucalyptus, and I walked around smelling like there was a koala in my face all day long, man. They're the ones who just eat eucalyptus, right? <laughs> Did you know that like ninety nine
2: percent visual of, is just not very good. No, ninety nine
1: percent of koala bears have chlamydia. Do you know this? Yes. Um, how do you know this? <laughs> because is the real I question. gave it to them.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're the same size. I'm furry. They fell for it. You taste like bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I'm not sure, but it could be true. <laughs> Uh, no wait, no, they eat eucalyptus, right?
0: Isn't that yes, it? Uh, yes, I think so. That's I think why I made the eucalyptus. joke. Yeah, yeah, they eat eucalyptus. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure my perverted koala joke was still scientifically accurate. <laughs> 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 Who's uh, gonna
2: Google the scientific accuracy of it? We'll just believe uh, it. Just cool.
0: sitting Justin right
1: there with right a computer. <laughs> He's only got four computer screens in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say That's there's true. no, there's four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. man. Um. I want just real quick shout out. You'll never see this, but Matt Paulson. If you ever need any uh, woodwork done, if you need any construction done, Matt Paulson is a local Houston area skydiver, and you know the big engine hoist in the maintenance hangar. I do know that that he, hoist. He made that hoist. Wow. And I made that desk, and he did a great job. And if you look at the quality and workmanship of that hoist, the welds, if you know anything about steel work, the guy is a craftsman. He recently made a new desk for my office. Um, I would love to say he sponsored the desk for the show, but no, I, I paid him, and I'll tell you right now, if you want quality work done, man, Matt is, is super phenomenal. Really impressed with his woodwork. Really impressed with his car- carpentry. I got zero discount on that. Absolutely. Trust me, I didn't get a zero discount on it. And nor do I expect one, but I do want to give Matt a shout-out because, man, it's... It's beautiful. I couldn't be happier with the desk. I couldn't be happier with way it looks. He he did a phenomenal job. So he does a lot of work for a lot of our friends. Uh, c- uh, builds decks You name it: high end, low end, affordable, cheap, expensive. It doesn't matter. He will do it. So I
2: like that it's a stand up desk.
0: It's a motorized stand up desk. So he didn't build the motorized part, but he built all the wood part. And I ordered the frame and push of a button to standing desk. Push of a button, to a sitting desk. So. Yeah, I like that. It's a bit. Of, it's a bit of everything. Um, the, pe- the so it's the accuracy. It's the Texas shootout accuracy fin- uh, finals on the day of the film festival. Is what you're supposed to point out.
2: It is. Yeah. yeah, I'm super excited about it. So uh, we're gonna have nine competitors.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we need oh, to uh, yeah. see who number four was in Dallas because <gasps> number two has to step down. He has a military. He, he has oh. a uh, work obligation. Okay. So can I get out of it? Um, which I'm really bummed because second place was a uh, real nice young feller, Daniel Kid.
2: He was very good, and uh, that was his first two jumps on a saber three.
0: No kidding, and a it zero was. on number one. And a zero on number one. Bullseye, man! Super nice kid, super good kid. Bummed he won't be there, but it is what it is. So we yeah. need to. Uh, uh, t- uh, I'll get a hold of number four as soon okay, as I cool. can. Uh, that PD Bullseye or that man—I still want to call it. Do you do you do that at all? Call it the PD Bullseye event at all? No, I completely <laughs> am broken. Uh, I'm glad that you're in charge. Back to I'm the secretary for this. Uh, did you realize that when I said you're going to be running the the events, that you were going to be that much in the front of it when um, I told you that?
2: I I didn't know. Um, I was a little bit intimidated by it to be honest, um, but. Yeah, it's worked out pretty good. Like, it's yeah. nice. It's been nice having you there at the last couple events to be able to kind of guide things and help me out yeah. a little bit, and 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 helping some of the debriefings. But like, I mean, honestly, like you did all the you did all the work with the drop zones, getting all the dates organized, doing all that. So that's been super helpful. Uh,
0: I I will honestly say you're very welcome. Uh, my part is actually a lot easier than most people think, um, and it's not necessarily easy. It's I've earned the trust and respect of these DZs. So I can go to SpaceLand. I can go to Nick. And today we had a problem on the DZ um, with a jumper. Nothing major, nothing big, but it was out of the ordinary. And I said, Nick, here's what the instructor's doing. The instructor did nothing wrong. Here's what the instructor and I want to do together. It was a good plan. And Nick goes, whatever you do, DJ, I trust you. And I appreciate that. Um,
1: I, I lean on you for answers more often than you lean on me. So yeah. and I, re- I trust your judgment, especially when it comes to training anybody on anything. I, I know that you're going to have... More knowledge and more
0: experience than me, so I, I trust you. Do you know why I tell you that stuff this morning? By the way, uh,
1: I like that you keep me in the loop and that you uh, you know give me an opportunity to learn from your thought process and to just uh, kind of get a general feel for everything that's going on.
0: Have you ever gone to Steve Senior and not had an answer? Only once. He didn't like that, Daddy. <laughs> no, he wants you to know what's yeah, going on. He doesn't that he? pretty quick. Yeah, I tell you because I want you to have an answer when Steve asks you straight up. I I respect. Even the managers that I don't like in a drop zone, I will tell them what's going on because they earn the respect of their boss. Um, and I'm very blessed with Ben, you, and Thomas at Three Space Land Drop Zones I work with. I truly value all three of you as friends. So it's very easy for me to say, I want to make sure I tell you these things so you look good in front of your boss, said and done. I, I want to make sure when your boss asks you a question, you're like, yeah, dude, I know that. I approved it. I was in on it. And if you tell Steve yes, he's gold. As long as you understand, and so that I, 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 really, I hope you understand. I don't. I'm not looking for your permission when I do that. Respectfully, I'm not looking for your permission. I'm, I'm making sure that you understand.
1: You no, know, and, and I, uh, I appreciate. I mean, again, it provides me an opportunity to get get a better feel for your thought process and how you view things and look at things and think about things. So uh, I, I appreciate it from both the perspective of you're considering me in my role in the drop zone, and you're letting me learn from your
0: experience also. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So back to it. It's, it's super easy to set up this side of it because I, I'm i lucky. I can go to Spaceland and say, I'm going to do this event on this day. And they'll go, okay. And uh, they like to say okay to as many events as, as they can. So anybody who wants to come into Spaceland and have a structured, organized event that's willing to work with uh, Spaceland on that event and work within Spaceland policies, they will welcome anybody. Uh, like We just recently had our first non-event weekend. In a long time, first time in a
1: long time, yeah, yeah, very long time. Um,
0: And it's it's and I don't think we have another non non event weekend for quite a while now. We have a lot of events coming
1: up. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna have one, but uh, now there are
0: two events on that same weekend. Uh, Well, there's three. There's the Texas Shootout. There's Next Level Wingsuit Camp.
1: Mm. Oh, no, This w- these are two events on a different weekend that, that I saw zero zero events coming up. Ah, no. so
0: the only open weekend, now we have two on. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to ho- have events with space and they're very easy to work with. I will say a lot of our events are hosted by locals who have relationships with the DZ, who understand what the DZ wants, and we've earned your trust. I say we. I, Tex and Alethea, are an example of people who have earned the Drop Zone's trust, where you're like, yeah, just come in and do what you need to do, because we know you're going to represent our brand well. So uh, that part, once again, is easy. Mm. You, you, young lady, you. Um, it was so fun to watch her first shootout oh uh, qualifier. <laughs> it was. Did you get nervous? Oh. I'm
2: so nervous. I'm so awkward. I'm like the most awkward person I ever. don't think you're awkward. Oh, my oh God. Oh, no.
0: Don't... <laughs> you get it? You sense it? dude <laughs> at the text first shootout qualifier go ahead and so do the briefing awkward. I pushed her off the pier and said swim beyond Beyonce. Like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: good catch man great catch so miss Beyonce how was that first swimming lesson
2: I felt like I was drowning the entire time. <laughs> and she looked
0: like oh she was doggle God. paddle, Doggy so paddling. So doggle paddling. <laughs> doggle
2: paddling. Tell me about Oggle crack. Paddle. She's That like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, was terrifying. Well, there's people looking at me. I don't like people looking at me. I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> Why are
1: you looking at me like People had eyeballs, else. and they were pointed at me when I talked to them. Like, that sounds terrible.
2: Yeah, it was awful. But no, it was, it was crazy because I was like, they actually know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Oh, God, I got to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. And then I was like trying to like mentally run through the list of like, don't script it because then it's going to sound super scripted. So, like, freewheel it. Uh, <laughs> how, was, like, how
0: would a normal no. person
1: do this?
2: How, yeah. How would like a normal, not awkward person present themselves? Uh, don't know. Better yet,
0: emulate myself and matt leonard
2: yeah right like
0: awkward weird people
2: yeah but like you guys are cool like i'm just a nerd so it's like it's one of those things you're a pretty girl
1: everyone wants to hear what you say
2: no really they don't and like i'm just standing up there like i think i'm gonna die right now and they're all looking at me like i know what i'm doing
0: how many canopy courses have you taught when you gave this briefing two i think two so she's taught two full canopy courses which is a very long day of speaking at a pretty high level And that made you nervous. We actually, not only that, we did a mock comp. Two Two. mock comps before the first comp. So she's done this (laughs) briefing twice. So
3: awkward. I didn't just
0: push her off a pier. We actually did a mock comp where I was totally on her side. Mm -hmm. We did a second mock comp where I just hung out. And then the first event, I'm like, I'm hanging out, but get at it. And and I plugged in a bit, Mm -hmm. but it was where she needed learning. And then in Dallas, I hung out just to be like, I, I was in the first briefing, hi guys, I'm DJ, thanks for showing up, and I threw out like maybe a good word or something, and then in the last, the indie brief, mm-hmm. I uh, joined in and just plugged in one place, and then for the pictures, I took the pictures. How, how many times do you
1: think you've taught this, uh, this canopy course?
0: Close to 200. Oh, geez. Okay. I did the math recently. Yeah.
1: Oh, so wow. when you're presenting a canopy course, is your brain fully locked into what you're saying, or are you sometimes having thoughts behind the presentation?
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm thinking it le- in layers for okay. sure. No.
1: I've noticed that this is happening when I'm teaching tandem classes recently because I have enough reps saying what I say in a tandem class that I just start thinking other stuff. Like I hear the words coming out of my mouth and I'm in the right place and I'm saying the right thing <laughs> and I'm doing it. But then I'm just thinking like, I wonder what these people are thinking right now. I wonder if they have any idea that I'm not thinking at all about what I'm saying and that I'm wondering <laughs> what they're thinking about.
0: I've got to do my laundry. Yeah, yeah. all that. <laughs> I thought that in free fall on my two thousandth jump. Is that true? I gotta do my laundry. Yeah. Wow. On my two thousandth jump, I would do it in a tandem. I got out, I set the drogue. I didn't check my handles because that was not a rule back then. And I looked around and said, Wow, I've got two thousand jumps. Dude, I gotta do my laundry. Man, the yeah. corn's really green. Uh, no joke. I will never forget <laughs> that. Oh is, my god. I went like total squirrel my right. jump.
1: Have you released a controlled fart in free fall? Yeah. <laughs> No. Well, you're not good at it then. Sorry.
2: Is that a thing? Oh, yeah,
1: you got to. You got to think about the fart. Notice when you start farting. Notice when you complete the fart and acknowledge that that's a moment that just happened.
2: I did not even know that that was a thing. You got to do it. I'm gonna I think it's fun to do on
1: that on the hill. It's
3: <laughs> perfect. Approaching <laughs> the formation. Oh,
2: like you're zooming. Like, okay, this is not part of the girl brief that I get.
3: Like, I'm <laughs> don't, they don't well, teach this. This is us what, you, this is what no, you guys need to talk about.
2: I, I think I'm going to bring this to sis when I go in October. Yeah, it's going to be a thing in
0: October. So, yeah. girls, tonight's seminar is going to be farting in the plane. <laughs> just learned about it from the boys. No <laughs> s there, I was. I, I,
2: I hear it. I hear it's really good. I don't know. I, I heard it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's I heard
1: just it. a comical level of like, yeah, I'm doing it. We're going <laughs> to take <Like> it. <laughs> if you can be that relaxed in free fall, like your brains just tur- you're switched on.
2: It's great. I do hop and pops, man. I don't get much well, free fall. You
1: better sque- squeeze it out quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Beep did it, did it. <laughs> beep. should I beep while I'm doing it <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> no that's the I just imagined that's what a Lori fart sounds like I'm sorry
0: is it bigger than that so based off of an it's earlier conversation, conversation <laughs> based off the conversation she had earlier it sounds like this
3: <gasps> <laughs> oh,
0: no that's a queef
1: yeah that's the cis version <laughs> alright ladies <laughs> today we're going to work on (laughs) queving (laughs) gross
0: Uh, I just I just picture this giant (laughs) cave with this tremor like (laughs) monster (laughs) coming out more like (laughs) from (laughs) this
1: like (laughs) (laughs) I will suck
0: you in
3: (laughs) (laughs) fully
1: lost it it's gone (laughs) oh Okay. sorry world
3: hello sis <laughs> <laughs> you're new canopy coach <laughs> welcome to the show <laughs> hashtag
4: project 19 <laughs> Oh
2: my maybe you go faster you're lighter i don't know <laughs> <laughs> swooping yeah, gets like, better
0: yeah it's like a booster <laughs> rocket
2: <laughs> <laughs> i knew i was doing my swoops wrong damn it yeah. okay you
0: gonna load it up so do you like is it like using beta or reverse jets if you front fart that's what i call queez Front parts.
2: <laughs> what isn't an awful the, word. Isn't in the it first the same? Place. I don't know.
0: I don't. Or does that push you up?
2: I think it's an up. <laughs> yeah, That's okay, an up. it's an up. Yeah.
0: Um, so back <laughs> to Zon- Zonac tool. Then. <laughs> 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 you know,
1: it's so funny. I really like when DJ laughs so hard that it gets totally silent. <laughs> but I feel like for anyone listening that doesn't understand, like the the breakdown that he's having right now it probably just sounds really boring like <laughs> yeah like, what like it's happened? either crickets or dj's laughing so hard that he doesn't make sound anymore <laughs> it's the second one he's nodding it's, it's the, the second, second one <laughs> 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 okay so i just bu- saw the
4: episode of south park the other day too i'm crying the, right the queef now. episode
1: oh yeah that's yeah, a classic <laughs> it's man what a great. what a great show do you still keep up with south park
4: no Man, I, i've been watching the old stuff because it's on that hbo max now oh is
1: it i used to watch yeah. all the old ones on southparkstudios.com <sighs> i don't even know if that website still exists but they had all the old ones that was like a like a post uh exercise ritual for me is uh, ice bath while watching south park hmm. but uh yeah hbo hbo makes sense that it ha- they'd have it now it's got to end up somewhere they do they have the new ones
4: I think so. Hmm. I know they have like a shit ton of seasons. I've been watching all the old
0: ones. Every time he cusses, I want to punch him right in the ginger (laughs) face. (laughs) Racist.
4: That was racist.
0: Ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk. Uh, um, So I watched South Park. They recently changed over to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were on Hulu for a while and I kept up with I like I stopped watching South Park for a long time and I watched the last maybe 3 seasons and for a while I just kind of like ah South Park wasn't as good for me in the last 3 seasons I watched maybe it's because I haven't watched it in a while or maybe because they kind of got back to a style that I liked but I enjoyed I haven't the last few seasons. Have not seen any
1: of the new ones? Yeah.
0: Oh man, and you know like one of my favorite things about South Park is there is no PC. Nobody mm-hmm. is off limits. Nobody. And Trump is super easy to make fun of right now. Whether you're a fan or not, if you're a fan of Trump, that's your that's your decision, and that's your and I have no problem with that at all. It's easy to make fun of. It just is. It absolutely is. Like you cannot deny the man has some of the funniest tweets ever. Like, not in a good way. They rip Trump and politics and Hillary and everybody. And man, it is so funny. And Trump's made it easy to joke about. I mean, he's probably been the president's been the easiest to make fun of so far. So I like Horn- the
4: story about the ele- uh, the election episode.
0: Yes, with um, with uh, with uh, Mr. Garrett. What, Mr. Garrett, uh, Mr. Garrison, Garrison? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Garrett. That was a uh, facts of life. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett, Mrs. Garrett, yeah, yeah, the facts. Oh, Tootie and Blair,
3: Tootie, Tootie. <laughs>
4: but yeah, they they pre recorded the election episode because uh, it aired on the night of the election, and they said that uh. Uh, They pre-recorded it, knowing that Hillary would win, (laughs) and they had like a whole bunch of episodes stacked up, and then they had to shit can them all and like record them all in one night to to get the uh, to Trump in the office. It was pretty funny, so
0: funny. That that's interesting to hear, especially now that I've seen it all and know that how that fell together, because the episodes really were just random. Like, oh my god, this happened, thrown together, random. So it it really was. Um, Go ahead and grab your beer. She she needs to grab another beer. We you need know, to loosen her up a little I bit. I don't
1: understand. Like, you know that I don't drink very much, but I cannot sip a beer. I just can't do it. I open it, I drink the beer, it's the beer's gone. I don't know how you guys sip alcohol. Like the how long have you been working on that same little glass of scotch?
0: Uh a while. Yep,
4: no way. I would just drink the thing. Um <laughs> fifty nine minutes. No, one hour.
0: <laughs> this is really a <laughs> sipping drink. This really is meant to be sipped. Um Oh, I get
1: it. I get that it's meant to be sipped. I just can't do it. Really? Yeah, it's to drink. I want to drink it.
0: Get it in my mouth. <laughs> so beer I don't want. Uh, my dude, hours. I was just given uh <laughs> I was just given a rocks glass with three stone cubes. So the stone cubes are in my fridge right in my freezer right now so I have actually nice rocks for my rock glass. So nice rocks, I tried yeah.
4: those. I don't really like them.
0: I uh I'm going to So use, you got your rocks off then, Justin?
4: Yeah. I'm going to use them <laughs> with one actual one and done. <laughs> I'm going to
0: use them with half a real rock. Because it's really the rocks are meant to give it a little bit of water, right? It sounds like we're talking about
1: drugs right now.
0: So I'm going to use the three <laughs> rocks for the chill and then the half rock to to go. So I, I'll i show it to you later on. It's a nice little set. Nice leather coaster. Somebody bought me a nice little drinking set, which I'm alcoholic. Thank you. <laughs> nice, I appreciate you thinking of me. So Siss event. That's something yes. else you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, Dallas is having a Siss event sometime soon.
2: Dallas is having a Siss event the first weekend of October.
0: And that's another thing. So when Lori came to me to to learn to coach, it was hey let's let's get this relationship going. And one of the focuses Lori is going to be doing is first of all she's done she's done a great job coaching anybody. Um, I want to go back to we were we were making fun of your your first uh, shootout event and just like
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I just felt like Sloth would have done a better job from the Goonies of like Sorry. baby. Run! and they would have understood their accuracy goals a little bit better. Gosh, you must have done great. Uh, it was fantastic. She actually did a pretty good job. It was the nerves that I'm making fun of. Yeah. Like the information was pretty good. It was the it was the nervousness that was
1: fun. How do you get through that nervousness for any other nervous person who's going to give a presentation
0: to some people? Did you picture everybody naked?
2: Uh, no. So uh, how do uh, how do I get through the nervousness as I repeat the question as you've uh, asked me the question?
4: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't. OK, great. Got uh, it. So, I repeat yeah. Questions awkwardly.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I do. I, I do delay. Everybody panic. Awkward. Uh, no, I feel super awkward all the time. It's just uh, my normal state of being. Yeah, I don't get over it. I just try to hide it as effectively as possible.
0: DJ, how do you deal with being nervous in front of a crowd? So you did this in Dallas, and you don't, I don't know if you know you did this. Um, the biggest crowd I spoke in front of is thousand fifteen hundred 1500 people, and I was told put three people in the crowd I know and talk to those three people all the time. Now, for me, I, it doesn't matter. If you've been in a classroom with me, I will communicate with every single person in that room. I will connect with everybody because it's been a bunch of years of public speaking. But if I were doing Lori's thing where I had 12 participants, Mm -hmm. I would have taken at least two, preferably three, one on the left, one in the middle, and one in the right, and I would have briefed Mm -hmm. those three friends the entire time. Now you look like you're talking to the whole room. Now you look like you're talking to everybody because you're scanning from one to the next, and people don't realize you're skipping over them. They think you're scanning through them, and they don't realize you're only talking to the same three people over and over. And you're comfortable... And Patrick, I believe, is his name.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You really leaned on Patrick a lot. I don't know if you know yep. how much. You didn't speak. You didn't talk to. You didn't. You weren't engaging Patrick. In other words, he wasn't the topic of conversation. But you looked at him a lot. And every time you got stuck, you'd almost look at him and start the conversation and go back to other people. Yeah. Uh, you spoke to Trey a little bit. Yep. Uh, you leaned on the people you knew. Yep. And so the second briefing was butter. It was really nice. Thank but you. the debriefs, your debrief game has gotten strong.
3: Thank you. You know,
0: you're welcome. You. Um, very layered statements. Um, very, uh, very uh, efficient and effective. I like the wordsmithing. Um, what I really liked was you used to try to repeat what Matt or I would say. Um, I think it's fair to say Matt and I are your two biggest influences, Camper. You mentioned a couple other names, but Matt and I are your biggest influences. Is that safe? Um, And I've noticed that you've given up on repeating what we say or how we say it. You just start saying it your own way. Mm -hmm. And that showed in Dallas. And that's the advice I would give a lot of people is, well, when you're public speaking, you don't have to repeat what I said, how I said it. As a matter of fact, come up with your own way to say it. It will mean more to you because you found a better way for you to say it. And you'll connect with people. And I mean, in, in six canopy courses, you've probably seen me evolve at least one statement already. constantly my statements now some of them might be you're just seeing a different version of the same statement Mm -hmm. but I'm positive some of it is absolutely like oh man I've never thought about it that way because you've nobody's ever asked it that way or or Lori's never been there so do you
1: feel like a lot of those evolution uh those evolutions take place because you just notice the statement connecting with someone. So like you get that nod of affirmation of like, Oh, you see someone's eyes light up and that's what cues you to try that again.
0: I want to go back to your conversation from earlier. Cause I actually, I catalog this statement when I'm teaching tandem courses, tandem classrooms. I used to be like very into what I was saying. And now I'm like, I wonder if they know that I know that you know that Donji does his laundry and free fall tomorrow. And like you start thinking and it goes back to the learning process. So, Speaking on motor skills, the, uh, the analytical brain, the left brain, requires, acquires this knowledge. Hey, this is how you do something. It tells the right brain, hey, bro, this is how the body does this. The right brain tells the body. Left brain knowledge, right brain motor skill, right brain body. At some point, autonomy comes in, and you no longer need to rely on the left brain telling you what to do. And the right brain goes, shut up, left brain. I got this, bro. And it just tells you what to do. Now the left brain is freed up to be analytical. If you feel overwhelmed, it's because you're using too much of your left brain and let that motor skill autonomy build. I always, or not always, but I regularly equate this to teaching as well and to speaking as well, because earnestly teaching to me in a point or or knowledge to me in a point is a motor skill. If you can build that repetition enough, it's just a muscle memory. The muscle is your brain. In your case, you've taught enough canopy courses that your muscle memory. Tandem classes. Tandem, yes, thank you. Uh, tandem. I said, "What did I say?" Can uh, that your muscle? I'll me- teach your canopy course. That your muscle. I'll do a terrible job. I'll well, do worse I'll than Lori. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Take it easy. <laughs> I actually Ouch. don't know if you could do that bad. Oh, oh that burns like sex burn. Lori. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of chlamydia. Koalas.
1: Is that the noise of an angry vagina? Am I understanding this right? <laughs> It's that the was-
4: monster inside the cave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what the, that's what her farts turned into. Okay, at some point. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was a fart or a belching vagina. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure God, which. That's th- I fun. can still say that. I can st- I can't say the f word, but I can say belching vagina <laughs> and be fine. It's gonna be a good month.
4: <laughs> belching. Oh vagina. dear, you're gonna come up with I some broke creative DJ again. things. Ah. All right, he's back. All
3: right.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear the end of the month uh, what you've come up with in terms yeah, of It's gonna
3: words. be neat.
0: So I think you're getting to that point where you're autonomous in the muscle memory of the words you're saying in the class you're teaching. So now your left brain is freed up and now your left brain is wandering. So you have two choices to make with that left brain. One of them is to wander and go like, man, check out that girl's. Right. Man, that's kind of true. Sub lady. <laughs> or use that moment to analyze what you're saying. Think about, digest, and consume how you're saying it. And as you're doing that, you're almost repeating it to yourself. And as you repeat it to yourself, you go, oh, I could say that so much better.
1: Yeah. So that's that, and that, that does happen also. I think I, I mostly notice words that I could leave out. Little parts that I get to throw, oh, that part's not actually effective. And Why I do I have
0: to say very three times? Sure. Very, very, very fun. Hank likes those words, by the way. Very, very, very. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Hankism? If you don't speak English and as a first language and Hank is working with you, he's going to repeat words like very over and over again.
1: Will you be very, very, very confused by it?
0: So you're going very, very, very slow. You're very, 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 like, dude, that's a confusing word. He gets this. Him and (laughs) I have had this conversation. Um, So you've been able to analyze and become more efficient in your conversation? Sure, yeah.
1: I I noticed new words that I pick up and then giant chunks of words that I just uh, realized I
0: didn't need. And efficiency and communication really, like, make the words you say matter, which is ironic because I talk a lot. (laughs)
1: every time you use the 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 phrase wordsmith i think of kanye west on
3: south park
2: (laughs) so like but this like can i just add something though like this is the thing that i've struggled with the most when i was learning how to coach people is that and, and dj will understand this and i and i had a very long discussion about this with with julian when i was learning how to coach is that get the one point across that you need to get across all of this extra stuff that you have in your head because you have all this stuff in your head. Like, don't say it. You might have all of it in your head and you can draw upon it, but it's the, what do they need to know on this jump? What do they need to know for right now? Not necessarily like I could, I could throw so much information at somebody that it it's overwhelming, but what do they need to know on this jump? And that for me is like a huge thing is like, I really had to learn how to hold back the information that I give out. Mm -hmm. And that to me was a huge learning curve because like when I ask questions, like I feel like I wanna know the answer in a very, very broad sense of like, give me all the information. But when people are learning or when you're in a canopy course and you're teaching like how to flare, you don't need to teach them the 15 things on how to flare. Teach them one thing, teach them the one thing that they should take away from that jump. And that was the hardest thing for me as a coach to understand.
1: I can see both sides of that because I I like let's say if I'm debriefing a video with someone with free flying, I could point out every little thing, and that's what that's probably my uh, tendency is to oh in this and then your legs and then oh your feet and then enter in your chest and now your chin and if you think about this, instead of just they're not going to be able to think about all that stuff at the same time when we go on the next jump, and I know this as I'm over explaining it and I'm thinking <laughs> oh, I'm giving them too much, saying oh and then I'll throw in another one oh and then this oh and then what we do so, I get it from both standpoints of yeah that's instinctive to me to try and give you as much information as you can because we only have this limited time together Hmm. but if i give you all of that then the next jump you go on you're going to be able to use none of it because you're you're (laughs) thinking about all the 20 things that i just said instead of oh how about just thinking about having some stronger legs
2: yeah 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 it's a weird balance this came from who uh well dj initially and then uh julian uh he was nice enough to give me an hour of his time one
1: time so
0: you met julian at lunch at the perfect spot remember the uh european fella who walked in perfect spot yeah in the land yep and he walked in with Bo and riley and when Bo and riley sat down him and i sat down Uh, ah yeah okay same guy we saw in upt that hung out with for a Mm -hmm, second julian barthel is a flight one guy he's an examiner i met him as an examiner oh a new guy yeah yeah uh <laughs> good uh good friend through another situation or a buddy through another si- situation through a really good friend and he's like dude really done super well for himself really really impressed with what he's done um most specifically because he's kept a good reputation and presented himself really well he, he just comes across very respectable respectable and respectful but at the same time doesn't take himself too serious um which some of my friends who know me say I take myself too seriously and I usually tell them you're probably not my friend because if you know me, I don't take myself very seriously. Um, <coughs> I can see if you don't talk to me much at the drop zone why you think that, but talk to me at the drop zone and you'll go like, he's not very serious, is he?
1: <laughs> I've <laughs> seen both sides of you. I've, all, I've I've definitely had those moments of where I think that you're... Maybe yeah, maybe too serious about a, a particular thing. Yeah, like maybe more of a response than that than that one thing warranted. But again, I and I think you're probably the one that's pointed this out to me is that you're really just seeing someone's passion when you when you see uh, a response that seems more than
0: what would be warranted. Yeah, it's uh the t- the thing I get the most from it is when I'm non-responsive when I sit there and I just blankly. St- look at somebody which is commonly me just having fun if you if you say something to me and there's times somebody says something to me and i just want to laugh because it was really funny and i would just look at them blankly you know that blank stare i like to give non-responsive feedback yes i absolutely (laughs) love doing that and because i do it people i constantly hear from that you take yourself too seriously i get the other parts for sure but when i just give that non-responsive feedback i just stare at you I just I made Elvin pee himself this week. Like Elvin was so scared because I just <laughs> stared at him. And because people will keep going
1: and because they're looking for a response, right? Whether yeah. it's a negative or a positive response, either one of those would probably stop the person from doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But when you give them nothing, they just keep going. There's actually one thing
0: better than giving them nothing when they poke: taking a breath and then continuing to give them nothing. <laughs> I'm not joking. When Elvin like gets wound up and then he says something, I'm like.
3: <laughs> That's all oh my God, I that would scare the crap out of me. Oh my God, <laughs> if somebody did that
2: to me. Nobody do that to me, please.
0: I have truly been in that place uh, once recently. I will uh, briefly share the story with you so you know exactly what I'm talking about. I had a house sitter slash pet sitter highly let me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that house sitter slash pet sitter who highly let me down, um, the next time I saw him in person, he got one of those but it was meaningful. It was because I don't like, uh, I, that, that's what I actually <laughs> had for him. Um, so, uh, and boy, he felt like crap. And um, I, I, I respectfully say, I'm glad he does. And when we're all good, he's not house sitting for me right now. Love you, buddy. You're a good friend. Um, he really <laughs> is. He really is. But it, it's, it's, it'll take it, it. It takes time to heal wounds. My wife, my wife is not happy right now.
2: Oh, don't mess up, Val. Man. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. You got to keep
1: that one good,
0: man. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, I've seen Val mad at me once ever in my life. Um, I've seen her mad several times at other people. And oh. why wouldn't she be mad? Why? <laughs> 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 um, I uh, she's so easy to get along with. So the CIS event is where we were lead, dodging all the way around this conversation. You've recently been invited to also do some coaching in the SIS event. And one of our goals with you was to also focus on female events, female canopy courses, female canopy coaching. Hmm. So first of all, what's your role in the SIS event?
2: So I think I am the canopy coach for the SIS event. Based off our recent
0: (laughs) email exchanges and what I've heard from beforehand, I think we found out that's what the case is. Yes. Uh, A little disclosure, uh, not going too deep, but uh, with Lori and I, we were uncertain who was actually the head organizer for this event. We reached out to who we thought who the head organizer was. He said, uh, "Nope, this other gal is the head organizer, and this gal is the one who invited Lori to do canopy coaching." Yes. So, in that aspect, I think we, she is the canopy coach there, and it for me, it's awesome because we've used other people. Maxine Tate is an absolutely wonderful lady. She is very knowledgeable. She has tons to share, mm-hmm. and and I like seeing her. Uh, she's a friend of mine, but I like the fact that our home girls get taught by our home girls. You're a local asset. You're here, you're reachable at any time, you're approachable at any time. Maxine's also very approachable, but she's not always here. So it was to me, it's been very important that I, I've tried before getting our sys events. Uh, I've actually done some of the coaching for the sys events in the past. And now we actually have a gal who's capable to do that.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's super, like Kaylee's amazing. Um, her. It, it's really funny because I actually met her at Rookie Fest a couple of years ago uh, when we were actually both rookies. And the progression that she's had has has been so inspiring to me because, I mean, obviously we've taken very different paths, but she is just a phenomenal human, super nice, super kind. (laughs) I can't say enough good things about her. Um, Kaylee who? Bowers. Okay. And she is like, of all the people that I could think of to organize this event and to to be given back, like she's she's super nice and, and more than capable. So I'm really looking forward to the event for sure. And it's one of those things where it's like, like i i'm super excited because when we had the this event last year in houston you know i saw what maxine did and she gave me so much information like i legitimately would not have my pro rating without maxine um helping me and giving me the information and and i really like legitimately like was her last 30 minutes on the ground here before she left for the airport i'm like really sorry to bother you, but I need some information, so can you please help me? And she, she took the time with me, and she was so patient, and she showed me everything I needed to know about the fly site data that I was looking at. Like, I, I just want to give back. I know I can't give back in the same way as Maxine because I don't have the experience level. Um, I don't have the knowledge, but, like, just giving back to the girls and the women that are just truly inspirational in a sport, like, that means a lot to me. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: As, as we're talking here... I. You know, I know what the PD Bullseye event is. I know what the Texas Shootout event is, but I don't think that we've really explained what it is for, like to, to new jumper level. A lot of our listeners are new jumpers who are only able to put up with the boring uh, pace of this show because they're so interested in skydiving. Yeah. So uh, let's talk to those those new jumpers for a second. Tell them sure. what what is the PD Bullseye event? What is the Texas Shootout event? What's it all about?
2: So the PD Bullseye event. Uh, and the Texas Shootout event are both accuracy sport accuracy events, um, basically focused around new jumpers and, and increasing the ability and skill set of new jumpers to allow them to um, explore accurate canopy flight and to develop their skill set.
1: So, sport accuracy meaning its first first point of contact on the ground is 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 uh, where my score starts.
2: Yeah, so they have um, basically your your target is set out as a, like we were talking about before, a 15-meter circle. Um, you need to start and stop within that 15-meter circle um, to generate uh, the most score um, that you can. The lowest score obviously wins. Your spot of first point of contact is measured from the actual center of the target. Um, the way that the bullseye competition works is that you do two jumps. Um, the finals were actually three jumps, um, but the generally speaking, there are two jumps. Uh, the lowest score wins. So it's it's trying. So it's to like golf. It is, and so
1: the, and that <laughs> center marker is hole is a hole in one.
2: Yeah. So it's encouraging people to safely land their canopy as close as they can to a certain mark. And the good thing about that is, is that it teaches you a lot about not only your pattern but about consistency. Um, about your canopy flight, about how your canopy flies, because every canopy is going to fly a little bit differently. So it's really beneficial for new jumpers to do a ton of hop and pops. Like I can't uh, say how important doing hop and pops is. Understand your canopy, understand how it works, understand what the inputs do. And it teaches you so much about not only yourself, because obviously there's some people that get so target fixated on that target, like myself, that will hurt themselves. <laughs> but like, you know, it, it teaches you a lot about, okay, I didn't do so well on this jump. Let's try it again. You know, it teaches you to be patient. It teaches you to to understand that this is a process that you have to go through. It's not necessarily like, I'm going to get it every single time. So it, it teaches, I think, uh, a lot of good skill sets that, you know, we should encourage as not only just skydivers in general, but like as people in general is like, This is a skill set that you're gonna develop over time. It's a learning mentality. If you miss this time, it's not a big deal. Go out, take the lessons that you've learned and then apply it the next time.
1: So what are the prizes that were up for grabs at the uh, PD bullseye event?
2: So the prizes. I wanna
1: know about the, what does first place get you? That's what I wanna know.
2: First place got me um, money off a reserve, which I knew using my new rig um and then i got a free canopy which i boom got a saber three
1: that's what's up how yeah. good does that why feel? did you get
0: a saber three <gasps> because it's the best <laughs>
2: canopy on the market boom that's in your I face got it. yeah no i love it don't, I, I don't worry i, I drilled her it. with these
1: questions over and over yesterday yeah.
0: that's why i, I asked it. it. i knew <laughs> <laughs> this was from
2: yeah no i love it like uh, honestly like it's it's the most fun canopy i've flown it's the most consistent canopy i've flown uh everything about this thing i love like there's There's things about the Spectre. Like, I cannot say enough good things about the Spectre. And people think, like, oh, God, it's a Spectre. But, no, I love the Spectre. And I love what it can do. And I love what I could make it do. But
0: DQ just had a 300-foot surf on his Spectre landing on rears the whole way. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just a Spectre. Yeah. (laughs) Just watch that today.
2: Yeah. No, like, the Spectre is an amazing canopy. And I think it's very underrated for people. Um, But the Sabre 3 is actually, for me, it's the canopy that I love because I know it's going to grow with me. And am, am I a 100-person jumper? No. But can you jump it with a couple hundred jumps? Absolutely. But I'm learning how to swoop on this. And this thing, I can get this thing over 50 miles an hour. Like, this thing goes fast. And I was like, it doesn't feel fast. And then I looked at the date, I'm like, oh, actually, it is kind of fast. <laughs> and then Matt's like, this is actually kind of fast. And I was like, Yeah, loading at 1.7 and I'm like consistently getting it like 45 miles an hour. Like this actually isn't like slow. So it's pretty cool.
1: They look like a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of people uh, who I don't I wouldn't have thought about as as uh, canopy pilot type people in the past. I've seen it change people's mind and and, uh, I I see them enjoying flying their parachute a lot more. Yeah, I think
0: it's uh, probably the most versatile wing that's hit the market and probably ever. Uh, like you said somebody with 50 jumps can be jumping a Sabre 3 and they're going to be completely fine on that wing but you can just I've seen some of the swoops and some of the landings some of our buddies made on that canopy before it was released and these guys are absolutely just crushing with it Um, in part I I cannot take credit away from the pilots who were flying the wing it's it's um, you can do ridiculous things with a wing if you've got the skill set but it's because that wing has so much uh, range It's, it's so awesome and uh, Kyle, you'll be sending my Saber Three out soon. Just let me you know, <laughs> <laughs> Um Kyle's been holding a demo Saber Three for me. Um, he, he's been very generous, Kyle. Thank you so much. Did you tell him that you quit skydiving? I did, <laughs> um, and, I, and, and he's been checking in with me regularly. Are you skydiving again yet? And uh, I love Kyle, by the way. Uh, we all love Kyle. Kyle's yeah. <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> be well, be careful, Kyle. Way. It's not a cave.
1: Tame no, your way.
0: vaginas. <laughs> ladies <laughs> apparently Kyle is a project <laughs> oh. no he's not <laughs> no he's not um, he's a very nice guy <coughs> no Kyle is a wonderful 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 guy um um Kyle uh um yes he's he's asked me am I starting to skydive again yet? Yeah. and my plan is when I come back from vacation to come in when are you back from vacation uh the week of the 20th is the week I plan on coming out what this, do I so. have to do to get my coach trading current again uh I
1: gotta do the whole course to uh, get now right uh,
0: Actually, yeah, you got to sit in the whole course again. But to get your AFF rating, you must hold or have held a coach rating.
1: I, there's only one reason that I want that coach rating. you know why? Why? To do your recurrency
0: jump. Oh. <coughs>
2: Are you on current? Yeah. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Okay. Um, it's been more than six months since my last guy dive, so legally I'm on current, so legally I need a coach jump. And quite frankly, I'm going to 100% do it. Number one, because it's the right thing to do. Number two, because it's going to be so fun to take one of these stupid instructors. I made an instructor (laughs) and make him do a (laughs) recurrency (laughs) jump with me. And it's going to be fun, not in the like, I'm the Supreme Lord Commander way. Like, oh my goodness, now I'm coming to you for help. That's cool. Um, Heath Richardson is the chief pilot in Dallas. And Heath was one of my canopy coaches and one of my free flight coaches back in the day. I've learned a tremendous amount of canopy from Heath. I got Heath current one day. Heath didn't skydive for seven years and I got him. Dude, it was so sick to be able to help out your homie who meant so much to you. And maybe this is vain in my opinion or in, in me saying it, but I've meant a lot to a handful of people at this drop zone. And to go up to one of those people who I've meant so much to and said, "Will you do my recurrency jump with me. I'm positive. They're like, Oh yeah. Cause that's the way I felt about Heath. Like, Oh my God. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Break, break. <laughs> Like, I just didn't know what to do with my hands. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, um, I think I could probably pull off a uh, as big as staff weight as I wanted for that recurrency jump. And if they're all rating holders, I can legally pull it off. I'm like, you guys just have to watch me do a lot of stuff in the middle of the skydive. Um, I'm probably going to do it with, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to do it with Fudala. For, I actually was going to do it with you. You know, I asked you the other day. Um, I really want to do it with uh, Fudala to a large part because Fudala and I have been on such a large journey together lately, especially with him being an AFF examiner now. But Hank, 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 I, I, Hank, just Hank. I have to gotta <laughs> do it with Hank. Hank. Yeah, um, Hank has been with the Rating Center. We we are twelve years old. Uh, Hank has been with the Rating Center eleven of twelve years. Oh. Hank has been my right hand. Hank has been through those through thick and thin. Hank would put up with my BS when he didn't understand what my goals were. I would tell Hank regularly, Hank, I know it's just me and you, but I have some plans. I have some goals. I didn't think we would get as big as we are right now. And we're still not very big, but I didn't think we'd ever do what I'm doing right now. And I said, but Hank, when we grow, I have to have these things happen. So I need your help doing these things. And he, he would get frustrated with me. He didn't like it. Um, but he was patient and he grew with us and he is been a huge asset I think as the manager of Spaceland, and even before being the manager of Spaceland, just being Hank's friend, you could attest to the growth of the human being that Hank is. I've seen Hank change a lot. That's a very fair thing to say. And I will tell you, I've known Hank for a long time, and he was a phenomenal human being back then. But he has grown tremendously to tell you how phenomenal he really is today. Uh, So to do my recurrency jump with Hank actually I think means the most to me. I think that it's, it's, it's... and I don't know if I've ever j- I ever, I actually, I can tell you, I think the last time I jumped with Hank, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm 90% sure the last time I jumped with Hank is when he got his AFF rating in 2009. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so
2: can I tell you a story about Hank? Please. So before I moved down here, you guys knew uh, I lived in Canada. So like I would come down here to jump, um, obviously cause the weather in Canada
0: is great. I thought you winter. were the stuck up Canadian chick the first couple of times you came down. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I thought totally so thought you were so st- right. I thought you I, I, for for like I never I Who's never. Who's this
1: Canadian grandma with an attitude? Oh my god! Like, you,
0: you seemed a little stuck up at first. Just saying.
2: It's this because I'm shy and awkward. That's just how it goes. I
0: did. I absolutely agree. Yeah. No, that's what it was.
2: Yeah, but Snob. um, the the <laughs> my
0: grandma called me that once. <laughs> uh, you mean your sister? Because grandma, right? Well, I mean. no,
2: yeah. But like, so it was quite funny because it was like, I would come down and then I'd do a bunch of jumps all in the weekend and then I would leave. And then every time I would leave, be like, okay, cool. I'll see you when you come home next, you know? Or when he would see me coming up at the dark so it was like, oh, welcome home. Like that meant more to me than anything else because like he made me feel like every time I came down here, this was home to me. And that made me feel like even when, You know, I didn't know what was going on or didn't know what was like going on with my life or whatever. Like every time I came here, it was home. And that to me meant everything. So thank you, Hank.
0: I am going to poop on Hank for one second. Um, And I'm going to praise Hank in your your voice. Uh, Same thing you said. I have had so many business difficulties with Hank. It's not even funny. Um, I think you have some of the ideas in your mind. Hank has been a business challenge to me for a few occasions, on multiple occasions, and Hank knows everything. I'm, I'm not going to go into details, but Hank will completely agree and preach this harder than I ever will. The and, and Hank thanks me all the time for being patient with him and, and being being good with him. And I will tell you right now, he always made it easy because of what you just said. He makes everybody feel like his best friend. But the thing is, is he's not telling you that. He actually means it. He makes friends with everybody. He cares about everybody. He connects with everybody. And Hank is one of the most personable, caring people I know, um, to a fault at times. Uh, he cares so much that he actually destroys his own emotions doing so. Um, again, this is everything, everything I'm saying him and I have uh, talked about together. And Hank's saving grace over the years was that ability to be that person that you just described. By the way... He has crushed it with business. He has learned. He has grown. And I am so thankful that he was such a great human being that we were able to learn together how to, to said and done, run a business together because he helps me run this business. That's scary to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's awesome. And like, that's how I try to make people feel when they talk to me. Like I okay. always try to be an open person. Like if somebody comes up <clears throat> to me, a question, I will always make time for them. You know, I get a lot of people in my private messages like, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? Like, look, look at this. Look at that. Like, I try to respond immediately to them. Like, I care that people feel welcome to the sport. I care that people feel like they they deserve attention from people that they they are welcome here, that they feel welcome. Like that to me is the most important thing is like making this a community. And, you know, so many people have helped me on this kind of continuing path that I'm on like I feel like the people that that just take from the community like okay that's one way to do it but like so many people have helped me along the way like I can't help but want to help the people that that I see like wanting knowledge or, or wanting encouragement like to, to encourage them as well because so many people gave to me I just want to give back to them so it's it's really important to me to to encourage new jumpers like when somebody's got a question like oh it can be completely non-related like you know i had a i had somebody ask me the other day like oh what do you think about wingsuiting like Mm. i will tell you what i think about wingsuiting this is the company that i use this is this is who i go through this is this is what i do (laughs) i look sexy in a dress don't judge I don't
0: didn't judge. say that. Was, that, that. That was, was DJ's DJ. whisper. You fell, you fell <laughs> for it. The, it's lame. That was me.
2: Oh, yeah, I look sexy in a dress. Don't, don't judge.
0: <laughs> um, actually, I've seen you come to the drop zone in a dress and girl, how you doing? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, like, I, like, I want to get back. Like, it's, it's,
1: Speaking uh, of you guys being awkward, all right.
2: I try not to wear a dress around you guys because, like, God forbid you show an ankle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah, dudes around the drop zone to get out of control. They see a girl who we're used to seeing show up in, uh, you know, drop zone attire. Mm. You come in there looking all professional and put together. Oh, it's pretty. like, oh,
0: she can buy my skydives.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <her> <laughs>
2: mama! No, I'm still poor. It's okay.
0: That reminds me, we have to have another gold digger session. Do you know the gold digger sessions? You were here for the gold digger session. Yeah. Just I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but... No, no, no. It's critter.
1: She's not messing with... No broke ginger.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: it's uh, Critter Matthew and myself. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we need to get Critter Matthew back in here because that's another not very serious version of this show. Yeah, um, and we call ourselves the Gold Diggers Club because you um, are. We she we've all married up.
3: Money? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> <laughs> I love you, Valerie. <laughs> I love you long time. Two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um man, I uh real quickly guys, uh, a guy named Justin Hacker is a buddy of mine. Um I think you might remember Justin Hacker. Yeah, Justin worked for us for a little while. Yeah, remember him? He passed away last night. Oh um, hmm. he was struggling with cancer. Um, I'm getting a lot of messages right now. You see me just distracted by my phone. I'm, I am distracted. Um, I'm getting bombed by a, a few uh, uh, friends. Man, that's sad. I didn't know he was sick. No, uh, neither did I actually. This is all, I'm, I'm very overwhelmed right now. Um, it's all come to a huge shock to me. Uh, I was told yesterday, and a lot like our friend Braden, the first day I'm told, I, I don't process it very well, meaning I just don't take I'm like, okay, it exists. And it's the next day or the day after, and and today I literally just got a bunch of messages. Um, Justin was my AFF partner in my AFF course, so that's a super heavy... You've seen how these courses go. You understand exactly. You build such a relationship, and and, in fighting cancer, he got pneumonia, if I remember this right, and couldn't defeat pneumonia through his compromised immune system and passed away last night, so... Uh, I do have a couple friends in Indiana. I, I have some homies who still listen to the show. And guys, uh, my heart's with you all, man. I love you, Justin. Fly free, brother.
1: Man, that's rough. Losing friends is always tough, man. I yeah. wish I had any uh, better advice other than, you know, remember the good times with that person and, you know, whatever. Uh, especially <laughs> with cancer, man. Whatever. <laughs> that changed the mood pretty quick. What did you just see?
2: Oh, my God. I feel like I'm like, what is going on right now?
0: Uh, as any time your friends pass, you tell fun stories. And uh, just, just a fun story from a buddy about uh, a, a collision. He was on the ground. Uh, Justin was on the ground, and our buddy John was under canopy. And, and <laughs> my <laughs> friend just died of cancer.
1: Canopy <laughs> collision. Yeah. Hilarious. It's amazing. <laughs> but, well, um, Jim, Justin was, was on the, the ground, slides.
0: and John went to swerve to his right, and Justin dove to his left. So, real quick, pop quiz. If you're standing on the ground and a canopy's coming at you, what do you do?
2: You scream, oh my God, Jackson, please don't hit me. Don't
0: move. (laughs) If you move, you go straight down and hit the deck, but don't move is the best idea. Well, Justin, like, uh, 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 John was waiting for... We called this guy Plug B. You know Beyonce. Uh, we called Plug B was his nickname because he was one of our pilots, but he was our backup pilot. So pilot, so all he did was plug and unplug the plane. So our loader, we could literally just be calling Plug Beyonce, which dude <laughs> Beyonce is now the word for that. Beyonce, um, uh, Plug B. He uh, he swerves at the last second Justin swerves and Plug B picks his legs up and just kicks Justin right in the ribs so (laughs) I just kind of got shared that story he laughed it off even though he had to get on the next load all weekend Uh, Justin was wrapped up with bad ribs for like a month after that so just in the exchange of messages I'm also getting the fun stories of a friend so that's the good stuff man that's the stuff you gotta hang on to oh dude I uh, uh, you notice I immediately uh, claimed it was my AFF partner and that is a pretty stressful week and it's a very bonding week. And Justin, I have very, very fond memories of that week. That week was uh, Justin. I am so sorry that I packed super slow. I had a thousand jumps before I had one hundred pack jobs, and I started to learn to pack. Like I do, I actually could legit pack from the beginning. I was never a bad packer. I was a slow packer, so I just wouldn't pack. I came here to have fun. The packer came here to work. I'll let you work then, bro. Well, when I started becoming a working skydiver i forgot that translation and i had four thousand jumps and still paid packers all the time um in our aff course they would wait for debriefs because dj took 30 minutes to pack so Whoa. justin i'm so i don't know if it's 30 but justin i'm so sorry that i that like i pack like a, a grandpa uh, excuse me i pack like lori a grandma oh my god no i
2: can pack in 11 minutes and, and, I, mean, and I that's still really slow that's that's slow
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, grandma um, so uh, no, nah, man, I, I think of the fond memories of more anything else and to my Indiana family, to my Indiana skydiving homies, brothers, man, sisters, uh, much love. He, he is, he was a very huge part of the Indiana skydiving scene. Gosh, he's been skydiving as long as I have. So 20 some odd years and, and scene seen in Indiana and taught and raised a lot of jumpers in the area. So all right, it's out to my family out there. So, yeah, that sorry. Is- I had to get something off my chest.
2: No, it's very thoughtful. Yeah. He will be very missed, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: His yeah, yeah, and by his mail order bridesmaid. <laughs> you, are you are you making fun
1: of him already? Is that how it's going <laughs> down? Wow, never okay. too soon.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Never too soon. You met the girl. So yeah. Anyways, is her name
2: like Splitlana? Or no, something? she
0: was from Ukraine. Oh, uh, some Ukrainian gal moved here to
2: marry him. That's very nice. Yeah, so I
0: don't know if I met her. Yeah. Uh no. Uh, she showed up here right before he left here. Now I, I don't know their relationship beforehand. I don't. It's, it's a joke because she moved from Ukraine here and married him. Um, th- I don't know how they exactly met, etc. But still, um, UkraineBride dot com, UkraineBride, ah.
2: hotsexyUkrainianLadies
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: my subscription. Yeah. That's what I have. <laughs> I, I would ask you to Google that, but please don't Google that on my computer.
4: <laughs> I was so tempted to see if that was a real website because
0: she just said it like too confidently. <laughs>
4: um
2: we have established that i that i play with boys not with ladies yeah. this. Okay.
0: man <laughs> cherish the people around you um i have this conversation every now and then on total tangent real quick we're going to run out of show soon but what is the purpose of the handshake in the airplane Lori, nick you can't answer Lori, what is the purpose of the handshake in the airplane
2: why did you just say i yeah, can't answer now you're asking me
0: Nick. and Lori
1: answer. addressing you and then addressed me saying that I can't answer.
0: Yes. Oh. Yeah. So I think he knows my philosophy. I think he does. What's my philosophy on the purpose of the handshake in the airplane?
2: I don't know your philosophy, but I know mine.
0: Okay. And I'm not the only one who shares this one, so it yeah. could be the same.
2: Uh, no. My philosophy of the handshake in the airplane is to build connections between the skydivers that, that you jump with and that you care about so to make sure that you're actually thoughtful of them and they are thoughtful of you. That's my philosophy.
0: The last time I saw a fella named Scott was when we shook hands leaving the airplane. Scott passed away on that skydive. Oh, my God. Scott is a friend of mine. Scott's handles were covered by his shirt that was not tucked in. We have plenty of evidence to prove that. When you see us talk about tucking your shirts in, I've lost a friend named Scott. My last memory of Scott is that handshake. Oh, my God. I am giving you a handshake saying, in my mind, I hope to see you in five minutes. But if I don't, I have a fond memory. I cannot forget my last memory of Scott. I, I cannot. Uh, it's burnt in my brain. Yeah, And I'm so happy it's there. I'm so happy to think of him every day. So every time you shake hands with your friends, man, it's a little bit morbid to think, but this might be. Let's be real. We're jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. This might be the last time you see your homie. I have seen a buddy in the plane, and and we work full-time in the sport, and you've been around the full-time sport. There's times where you're not happy with each other. But if you watch me, I will always try to high-five a friend in the plane even if I'm not happy with him. Because, man, Lori and I just had it out, but the last memory I have is our stupid, goofy personal handshake. And that, to me, is, is the real purpose because that memory of Scott is fond. And, and I hope nobody ever has to tell the same story as me, but it's real.
2: I think I've been very lucky. I've not known anyone that's actually damaged himself severely in the sport. And I feel extremely lucky for that because like, I know that you guys have lost people and, and I feel I'm scared. I'm scared for the day that that happens to me. So yeah,
0: <sighs> it's, it's hard because people say we're callous sometimes. Scars are there to protect you. I mean, I, I, I get a little bit cold sometimes. I, I get a little disconnected from some jumpers when I see them becoming dangerous. And it's not because I dislike you. It's because I know you're going to get hurt and emotionally it destroys me when you get hurt. And I'm not going to let you emotionally destroy me. So any one of you sitting in this room, if I saw you get hurt on a skydive, it would emotionally just beat me up. Not because I felt bad or I felt wrong, but because it just sucks to see my friend suffering. But if if if... Joe Blow over here who's a complete idiot who I've written off I've written him off because I know you're going to hurt yourself by your behavior and you're not taking my input so I'm not going to emotionally invest in you so when you hurt yourself I go well it sucks I'm not happy, I'm not excited but I'm not going to be crying over you and we know I cry because I'm a little woman Beyonce? Yeah that's, yeah, (laughs) that's exactly what was about to happen
1: You're a great singer by the way
0: I feel
2: like we need to bring back karaoke
0: night. Yeah, it's
1: going to be a hard sell for me. Nice. I mean, it's fun. I enjoy, I enjoy it. But it's like the last karaoke night started with maybe a dozen people. No one, no one wanted. like Like I practice for karaoke night. Like I pick my song. I practice it in the car a little bit. You know, I know. I know I'm going to. It's a performance and I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I need
0: guaranteed participation, is what I need. Yeah if, yeah. if
1: more people were, if I thought more people wanted to sing yeah. and or, or just be, be down to get on the stage and be silly in front of their friends, like you don't have to be talented. It doesn't have to be good. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like part of karaoke, right? But you know how egos are in the group of people that we hang out with, and not many people are willing to be the fool up there and i am <laughs> dude <laughs> i don't know what song the three of us did didn't we do poison yes bell bibdebo oh, yeah. no way they, they have no clue who bell bibdebo we, we
0: had no clue i didn't know what? the lyrics I mean, full effect. Poison, poison. it was not good not, who, six o'clock on the swatch seriously? watch no time to chill but that we day, knew can't be we late, knew the hey. song but he just pulled the us up there like do last me.
4: minute
0: smooth into the jacuzzi Ooh, that booty smack it up flip it rub it down Whoa. oh no get any body back yeah, you guys are both like 80 years Oh, that was Doomy oh, yeah. Baby. That was a Poison Doomy Baby. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I so, can't believe that. That's, that's scary. And she's 88.
0: She's older than me. So, you age really quickly. Yeah. I know. It's okay. Then there was that one part where we were all
4: dancing to Michael Jackson and a depressing ass song came on. Oh, God. Don't remember that. Yes. That.
1: Yeah. Shh. That's Nothing the part that's burned. No, we're not going to talk right about right
0: there. it. There. Remind me. No. Was it Desperado Shh. or something? Stop
1: stop, oh. stop. 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 <laughs> you know, you know.
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> was that the song? Uh, yes, no.
0: it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was what I was thinking. It was. It was some shit like that. <laughs> it was somebody else singing it that wasn't anybody. Come this room. on, come on. <laughs> take it easy. Let's talk. I'm about gonna it take it easy, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, okay. Great. Yeah, it was Desperado. Desperado. Um, <laughs> so, anyways. Oh, no. uh, uh, yeah, don't be that guy. No. Checkladies.com.
1: Findyourrussianbeauty.com. <laughs> com uh, Find Your Russian dot Russian Cupid oh, uh, rated brides ninety nine brides com. Hot Russian Beyoncés. dot com
4: <laughs> Search for Russian mm. Beyoncés. <laughs>
1: hot Sexy Ukrainian uh, women for marriage on Pinterest. 15-ish. I always have to pee. Go like, pee. Okay. pee. Beyoncés love Pinterest. I don't know. They why do that. Like, <laughs> Dream singles, uh, AnastasiaDate.com. That's got to be a good one. Yeah, it should be good. Anastasia. So uh, we got the film festival. Yep. We got we got Texas Shootout. Those are pretty exciting things. What else? Are we Are we doing anything else as the show, as the uh, podcast?
0: As a podcast, we don't have anything currently coming up, but I feel like um, a couple things need to happen at some point or the other. But I do want to talk, and Lori, I, she's not here for this. She should be here, but I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, this winter, we've not picked the month or the time, the date yet, but this winter, we are going to host at minimum, we might expand this a little bit, and I, I won't say any further than we might expand this a little bit, but there's going to be a weekend this winter in Houston where Lori and I are going to have a variety of optimum and PDR reserves of various sizes and you can come demo and get free coaching Lori and i are going to offer free coaching and free demos on pd optimums and pd reserves normally when pd sends out the demo tour they only put optimums on the tour Lori talked to me about this wonderful idea straight up 100 percent, this is her idea uh, she presented it to me a little bit differently i spun it a little bit but uh, the
1: goal being to show the improvement of the of the optimum. No,
0: reserve? so a lot of people only have PDRs. Some people don't have an optimum reserve. Some people have a PD reserve. So I want them to be able to demo whatever canopy they're jumping. So we're getting PDRs. Yes, we're getting the PDRs and the optimums. I don't Are know we? if I updated. Yeah. No. yeah. So Lori hit me up yeah. recently about these might, ideas. Might
4: there be a little backyard accuracy going no. on?
0: No, no, oh, So bummer. that was Lori's original no, idea. Dan- Dan-
2: Danielle gave me that idea.
0: Danielly. And the reason I don't want to do that is because we've seen some issues with the backyard accuracy event. And I honestly believe if we do another backyard accuracy event, we'll have a limited number of participants. Versus if we say Lori and I will do free coaching for the weekend on these reserves, we will have more people jump their reserves. And her big concern was you need to jump your reserve under controlled environments, which I mean, I'm, I'm mocking, but it's 100% true. So I feel like we'll get better participation if we offer that free version. <laughs> did you see? Oh, I'm right. doing my Lori impersonation. Oh. It's getting so violent.
2: <laughs> uh, we could go into WAP, but we're not going to do it.
1: Go. <laughs> no. oh, you know. What did you say?
2: We could go into WAP, but we're not going to do it. WAP? There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> Just one. Oh, y'all it's don't okay. know it?
1: No, I don't know that. <gasps> yeah, I'm lost.
2: I mean it's true Whoa. because That's the
4: newest uh, Beyonce song. <laughs> not really. You
2: guys have not heard it? Cardi I'm Cardi B and, and Megan the Stallion?
0: No, nope. I have no clue what names you just cool. said. I'm my dad. Who's the now. old one now? Me for sure. <laughs> right? No, <laughs> when it
1: comes to music, um, I know I know the names. I just don't know the song. Unless there's like a booty popping challenge to this song, has that been happening?
2: There, there is a twerking challenge. Okay, that. then I'm
1: I know exactly sure. what you're talking yeah, about, yeah,
4: yeah. just based on the song. As
2: long as you're on TikTok, dude. Kyle are Peterson's all listening. All over it. Hey, Kyle. He
1: is a project.
0: I love Hi. you, buddy. Yeah.
4: He said he gave away your cannabis.
0: Pile uh, Kyle, I hate you. Pile, pile, I hate you. You're now piled from now on. <laughs> That's rude. Pile. <laughs> Um, uh, so uh, one thing that's coming up is we are going to be doing the backyard we don't have dates set I am looking at dates I have been cool. talking with Kyle Peterson he is the cool. one making sure we're taking care of good, good. Uh, I'll get you those dates very soon we're going to be looking midwinter so probably February ish time frame uh january we're still jumping into november december here uh another thing is we are looking to do another a a more advanced version of uh competition for canopy so we are looking for a backyard event um the backyard event justin you are correct in assuming that's happening can we do backyard freestyle where you set up all the same
1: obstacles and the goal is to do a freestyle (laughs) trick and crash into as as many many things as possible
0: that would be so (laughs) awesome (laughs) so the backyard accuracy event is kick over all the palm trees there's
2: like three people that can do that on the entire drop zone (laughs) unevolved
0: right now and the goal like so laurie was talking about let's do the accuracy event that they did with the reserves and we saw too many issues when pd did that and pd actually changed the way they did it for it and my thought process was like well wait a minute if we do this to an advanced canopy pilot crowd an advanced canopy uh, somebody who's going to qualify for this event is going to see an inflatable palm tree and not turn low to avoid it. They're going to tackle it for fun. <laughs> like if you see a, a palm tree in your way, you're going to like. Yeah. If, if I know it's a soft,
1: a soft palm tree, it's not going to hurt me. Yeah, inflatable. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna mess that thing's day up for sure. <laughs> so where we're worried about the
0: young jumper turning to avoid the salt, like so, and that's what we've seen happen. So the idea is we're going to do on your main parachute something you're current on a backyard event that involves palm trees, and the current goal was a backyard accuracy event. But I am can we not, call it backyard smashery? So <laughs> I, I'm almost tempted to like if you can take out like you get a you get bonus bonus points for every palm tree you take out on your way.
2: Oh, it's like bowling.
0: So. You get an accuracy score, which is the highest con- contributing part of the score because it is about accuracy. Oh, I get so hurt. So and excited. you get <laughs> bonus points for taking out obstacles like inflatable flamingos, inflatable palm trees. Judges. This sounds glorious. Judges. Um, <laughs> so we don't know for Tarnage. sure where we're going with this yet, uh, but th- that is something we have going on. Do I get yeah. extra points for being backwards while I hit a- an obstacle? I think there should be multipliers. You have
4: to. It's like riding switch, right? You get bonus points. So I think
0: said and done, if we go to that level of this event, then it's going to be a subjective judging score. Like, there is a objective score, which is what you do based off accuracy and obstacle. Right, yeah,
1: like how far you landed from the target is very
0: And there's an artistic multiplier.
2: Yeah, Mm. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. So,
0: (laughs) we we have to, this is is for real, I'm interested in this conversation. This is not just me. I just want to make a fool of myself and try and land accurately at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) You're pretty good at one of those things. (laughs) And it's not landing accurately. (laughs) So, you asked, uh, is there anything going on with the film festival besides the... uh, uh, or the the podcast besides the film festival, and there's nothing. And I'll be real. I I want to put t- so the film festival is just a giant party in my opinion. That it's it's meant to be a good time. It's meant to be a lot of fun.
1: Who's to hook up some homies with some prizes? or mm-hmm. eight one homie. In yeah. Fact.
0: Oh, dude, the prizes. Do you know what the prizes are for the Texas Shootout? No, oh, I, that was actually okay. what I
1: was going to ask. Yeah, I, that was uh, I knew the goal. The 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 prize for the. Uh, do you know
0: the prizes? I need to look it up. I need to look it up. Right. Do you know the prizes, Lori?
2: Uh, I know some of the prizes. The the coolest thing though is, is I don't. <laughs> Optimum Studios is like Optimum Studios is actually giving um, all of the finalists their own jerseys like customized with my nice. I forgot stuff. about that. So they're gonna get like kind of like and, and that was cool about the PD competition as well. Like I got my jersey with my name on it. So just in case I lost it, it still had my name on it, so I knew it was mine. Unlike but your hat. I totally put my name on my hat and I still lost it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's cool because Option Studios is like is sponsoring it. So they're giving everyone um, jerseys for the finals, which is super cool. But yeah, PD has given so much, and I just want to say a huge thank you to PD for contributing as much as they have because like literally there, they're giving every single qualifier free stuff like it's amazing you get like gift certificates if you're number one qualifier in each one of the areas uh, qualifier prize list first hundred dollar yeah.
4: pd gear store certificate second pd swag bag t-shirt and goodies galore third pd swag bag and t-shirt and goodies yeah and then but the finale the, yeah. so
0: that was three hundred dollars alone in gear store that pd's given just for the qualifiers yeah. the finale go from the third place up
4: Third place, one hundred dollar gear store certificate, PD swag bag, and LB Quattro
0: audible altimeter Ooh. swag bag. I mean, that's that's not a bad third place.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Second,
4: second place, PD complimentary line set, PD swag bag, and LB Quattro. It's
0: about a two hundred fifty dollar value line set, guys. Huge. Yeah,
1: that's
4: really good.
0: Huge. huge. It's going to be huge.
1: Huge. But yeah, first did, place, did, Justin. Did Donald Trump put that? Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. First
4: place. PD Gear Store Certificate, PD Retail Jersey, LB Aries 2, and LB ProTrack 2. Oh,
2: my God, on the
0: ProTrack. Dude, uh, LB and PD are hooking it up, man. Huge thanks to the guys and gals out there. Thank you to to the family at each place. Uh, PD, $600 in Gear Store gift certificates alone for everything they're giving. Plus the other stuff they're giving. Um, the first that pl-
4: top place worth like six hundred dollars,
0: maybe. Uh, no, over that, yes. way more than that. Yeah, yeah. no, that's about seven hundred dollars, and uh, that's uh, I, I think how much that's the pro track is is seven fifty retail just for the LB products. Okay, and then two hundred dollars certificate, so nine fifty, and then a jersey. So yeah, and they get a PD retail jersey. So Option Studios, I totally forgot about this. Is everybody in the finale is getting their own Option Studios custom made jersey with their name on it? That's a seventy five dollar, eighty five dollar jersey right there. And the Rating Center, the first place qualifier in Houston, the first place guy in San Marcos, and in Dallas or Gal, uh, the, all their. Uh, jumps at the finals are paid for by the rating center. Yep. So the rating center, we didn't really have an opportunity to invest in this outside of our time and our energy. And I mean earnestly the community has been really great to, to us as a company, to to our coaches, to to the staff. And it was just a great opportunity to say we're going to invest and give back so we're paying, fortunately, it's said and done, not horrible. It's nine slots. Yeah. So we're giving nine slots up to these competitors. And man, I'm, I'm super stoked to to host this event, I really love seeing the man. It's we've had twelve and thirteen. No, how many did we have in thirteen in Houston and twelve in Dallas?
2: Yeah, I think eleven or twelve. Eleven in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had
0: twelve. Uh, we had eleven, bumped down to ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, eleven bumped down to ten. Yeah. Um. Um. It was. Uh. It was interesting. Lori had to throw her first red card. No, I didn't. No, well, you you had to. You just did. He just didn't stick around to take it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: One of our jumpers who absolutely will own it. Um, he basically turned uh, ninety degrees at ten feet. It
2: was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I've most, only done that on accident. Yikes. Yeah. It was. Fri- so, it was frightening. Yeah.
0: Um, he's beat up really bad. He's bruised really bad. He's okay, said and done. He immediately withdrew himself from the competition. He also uh, said, "I've had a very stressful week. I've been overworked this week. I didn't sleep last night. This is what's going on. I shouldn't have been jumping. I knew I shouldn't have been jumping. I even questioned coming out here." And he did a great job learning that lesson. Super mad respect to this human being. Um, but it was yeah. it was your first, and it happens. It gets yeah. scary. Scary stuff happens, man. I almost said the other s word. Um,
2: yeah, it's crazy. Like I never expected um, to have to deal with that. Like, but to have somebody land literally five feet away from me, and the sound that that made was horrifying. Just horrifying. So let's not do that again, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No more boomy boomy on the ground. So the last thing we're going to talk about is we do. I think we do need to do something as a show. I would like to do something this winter as an event. Paintball match. Let's shoot each other with paintball. I want to do something that we can get uh, local listeners involved in.
1: Let's go to the uh, axe-throwing place.
2: Oh, I want to do that. (laughs)
1: Let's make teams of
0: five and fight each other. (laughs) No, no, no. So the axe-throwing place, what else is there besides axe-throwing? Is it like a place to (laughs) eat? Is it like a Dave and Busters of axe-throwing? No, not the one that I've been to. It's just axe-throwing.
2: There's a Dave and Busters of axe-throwing?
0: No, apparently not. I was hoping so. Man, I really want to go to Renfest, but that's weekends, and full-time skydivers can't go to Rinfest on weekends. The guy at the axe place made a lot of puns. It was really great.
2: He was very punny? Yeah.
0: Funny. yeah. yeah. Was it, was, you was, better axe somebody. Was he a cut-up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you need a little more time with that joke. You just haven't had time to hatch it.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You need to sharpen your skills. Oh, oh my boy. God.
2: That wasn't as rough as I got to ask
0: you a question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll figure something out at some point. Um, Lori, the, the last thing with you is and you and I have not really got to talk about this yet. Uh, in the very beginning of our time together, one of our goals was the the catering to females. Yes. First of all, I hate it. Um, I love the SIS program. I love the ladies. I love the, the s- ladies. I, I, love the <laughs> ladies.
1: Um,
0: I love and support the SIS program. I do think it's a worthwhile and necessary thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's stupid that it's needed. I hate that it's needed. Yeah. I don't like that it's needed. Um, it's, and, and I hear constant jokes about it's reverse sexism, and I do get the jokes. Mm. But I'm going to speak to a... Uh, actually, I think it's one of your very first coach courses. Uh, there was a gal about my age, uh, very slender, very slim built, very physically fit, very nice, who chose to sit out that day, and she came back and finished jumps with me on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. She said to me that Sunday, DJ, I got to be honest with you, I could have finished the jumps yesterday, I was feeling okay, but I have to be honest, there was a man in that room who was making me feel uncomfortable. Some people think the CIS program exists because guys cannot appropriately teach women, and I think that's a load of junk. I think men can appropriately teach women. Um, I think men and women in the same learning environment that there's creeps out there all the time, and this gal was highly affected. Matter of fact, you were with us with both days, and on day one, when there was a gentleman in the room that made her feel uncomfortable and creeped her out, she crashed I mean horrible crashes this was like it scared me crashes she came back the next day and this guy who was a creep who was creeping her out wasn't there she crushed it she had no problems so I really believe in the power of the CIS program not necessarily because men can't teach women and women can't teach men but because some of the men in our community make women feel uncomfortable Absolutely. so I think it's powerful that we have that environment that, that ladies can learn in so one of our goals and where I'm going to this is eventually we wanted to start putting together female only canopy courses uh, they will be in the basic format um, if you've taken a basic course before chances are you're gonna hear some of the same information again but you will understand it very differently yeah Lori you've been through six lately
2: yeah well I think the one one of the most powerful things is I was teaching um just kind of instructing one of the girls on the drop zone who's having a bit of a problem with landing. She was coming in on her final leg and she was very active on her toggles. And I was like, Okay, just girl, you got hips. Let's use those hips. You know, put your butt into it. Just use your harness. Like go if go for it. Like we're not moving. everybody's
4: got butt like you, girl. You can do it, put your ass into it.
2: That's basically <laughs> what I told her. And that changed everything. But is that something that a guy could tell a girl? yes but is it something that i can i can understand is like hey like think about it just put your ass down on the one side put 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 some weight on this side like think about it like it like you're dancing think about it like you're moving think about it like you're doing this maybe that's something that a guy wouldn't think to tell a girl so i think that the the good thing about having a girl teach another girl is that I've heard this from female TIs. I've heard it from female uh, STP uh, AFF instructors is that sometimes girls pass along girl knowledge that we wouldn't have if you're being taught by a guy because our bodies are just sometimes different shaped. And sometimes we got that ass to throw around. (laughs) So like, I I don't think
1: anyone in this room would be opposed to, you know, there being a little bit more girl-on-girl action in this world. So... (laughs) I say more power to you.
2: Yeah. No, and honestly, like, you know, I, I hear about guys running female only courses and that's awesome. Like, I think it's really good. It's very empowering. The thing that that strikes me about women and the thing that I'm super passionate about is that women are not. And this is something that's like we're seeing kind of with the highlight team is that women are not very visible in this sport and good women are you know, we know who all the good female canopy pilots are. We know who all the good women free flyers are, but there's so many other women out there who are super good, who can give back and the, who do give back. And 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 I learn from other good women who I see, who I look up to. And you know, Maxine is a huge uh, you know like inspiration for me. Like, wow, look, she's amazing and she's done all these amazing things. But like every day. She's not there. So who are going to be the girls that can step up to like take these newer jumpers who have maybe a hundred or two hundred or three hundred jumps and like kind of take them on to the next level as kind of we've been ushered through through our progression as well. And you know, ha- I've not had female canopy coaches, and I've learned tons. And you know, I've heard girls have said to me, which I find hysterical, is like, "Oh well, you know, like." I've been held back in my progression because they think I'm a girl, and I'm like, Well, wait a minute <laughs> that's not gonna hold water with me because like I've shown an interest and i've never been I've never felt like i've I've been held back because I'm a girl. It's that I show the passion i show I show the interest I want to learn and I, and people people give me the ability and the freedom to learn, mm-hmm. but there are there are instances where I see other female jumpers and I hear what are said about the other female jumpers when the other female jumpers are out in the field or whatever and I'm just like okay we, we really need to kind of work on changing this so I'm, I'm hoping that I can give back enough I can make things visible enough I can help enough people that, that we kind of start to change that stereotype
0: women can't fly parachutes is a statement said regularly yeah. and it's a stereotype that's lived up to let's be real And do you know why the statement is true? Because a-holes say it enough that people believe it. I absolutely, truly believe one of the biggest shortcomings of female pilots in our world is enough people have sold that women can't fly parachutes that some women have bought into the philosophy and I've coached a lot of gals in my life and if you've ever tried to coach with me at all and you think I'm holding you back because you're a woman you have not tried to get coaching with me I've worked with a lot of women I think they'll all tell you the same thing like dude he treats you just like one of the guys yep. I mean you've seen the way I've beat on Lori tonight <laughs> um, but I do see where some guys will treat you poorly but man it, women fly parachutes Kashiki is is one of the, the godmothers is what I would call her a female canopy pilot. She was one of the first bigger name of female canopy pilot. She's on the highlight team. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the highlight team is an all-ladies demo team. Uh, Melanie Curtis, um, um, uh, Carrie Bell, uh, who's the Farrington family up in the Capowson area, skydive, uh, Luke Aiken's cousin. Uh, uh, Amy Schimlecki, uh what's that lady's name who was here recently running for the board? Melissa Nelson. Melissa Nelson. Thank you, Low. Uh, there I mean the roster is um, um, Maxine, Maxine yeah. yeah it's just stacked. Um, uh, these ladies that they've been crushing it for a long time. I forget where I was going with all that but the stereotype has been lived up to because people are pushing and promoting it and I honestly believe that the women need a leader who will help them understand that they're being sold a bunch of lies. And the second that these women, and I only need a small handful of women to prove it to the rest of the group, because once a small handful of women prove it to the rest of the group, I say, I need society needs, then I think more of the women will be empowered by that. And I think there's a decent handful of women in our drop zone who show and prove that we can be good canopy pilots. Uh, Kat, Katrina, Mm -hmm. uh, Shouse is a great example of that. Uh, but I, 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 think the, the female community here needs that voice and, uh, it needs that leadership, but also that voice because you're not afraid to speak openly with somebody like me or, or the other leaders in the community. And you're not afraid to speak your mind and tell us what's going on. And some, some people are men and women. So I'm super excited that, that um, and I, 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 i'm super, super, uh, um, Selfish for a minute. I'm super excited to have you on my team <laughs> uh, as far as you're representing the rating center. But it, it's, to me, it's more important than anything else. Uh, I'm super happy that our community, our ladies have you available to to help them along the way. Thank so you. thank yeah. you so much. What are you doing over there?
1: I'm fixing the mic stand that was so poorly thrown on this poor <laughs> Futon. Was it, was it loose? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only think of inappropriate <laughs> yeah. things to say. It's fine. It's bet. It's great. It's perfect.
2: Wonderful.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's good.
1: We're all that. good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a distraction. I, I just I'm a fiddler. Yes, Fidger? you are. I don't play the fiddle. Have,
0: you, have you been making your like hitch? You know, I don't
1: think I've, t- I've tied a bowline knot in this uh, in this micro or this my headphone cable. Tonight. Is
0: that this knot? It's like the figure eight knot. Is that this knot?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> 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 Is this exciting for the world? Watch oh, me I know this figure knot? eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's um is that called bowline? Bowline, it's popular climbing knot. And I never knew it was knot, called a bowline.
0: I just never This knew is the was. most boring conversation yeah. that's ever happened <laughs> ever. on a podcast. Ever. No, it's not. Let's talk about video games and D and D. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. So uh speaking of which, we're gonna turn Nick into a pumpkin we've a time. little bit late tonight. Yeah. Um Lori Thank you so much for helping out the community. Thank you for giving back to the young jumpers out there. Thank you for giving back to the ladies. Thank you for being part of the rating center. Um, you have become a very popular commodity recently. Oh, and, well, look at a lot of the people who are trying to help you. <laughs> at look least at he a lot of people who are best you. Yeah. Um, and he didn't I say easy either, so it's good. I, and I, I do truly take it as a huge compliment that you choose to work with us. I okay. really, I, I do think you have choices to make, and the fact that you're with us means a lot to me. So thank you. oh, you're very welcome, and thank you very much for being part part of what we do. And I hope we can continue to grow together. Yeah. What do you want to tell your homies out there listening? Uh, CD, you can't stand up an accurate landing. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
0: <Sick> yeah, burn <laughs> another
4: burn. Uh,
2: no, I just I. I, I have a, a ton of people to thank, um, PD in particular. I just want to say thank you to Carl. Thank you to Kyle. Thank you to Holly. Thank you to everybody, uh, that has been so kind to me this year. Uh, it's, it's been a, a very interesting experience and, uh, I, I've learned a lot. So thank you very much. Uh, I just want to say hi mom. Cause I didn't say hi
0: mom last time. Did you uh, get in trouble for that?
2: No, but okay. I, I feel bad. Uh, but no, just, I just want to say thank you. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the year. Um, uh, thank you to Matt, uh, thank you to Sasha, thank you to Julian, thank you to you guys. Thank you so much to everyone that's helped me this year. I feel like this has been a really uh, a good year for growth, and uh, I can't thank you guys enough, so thank you guys so much.
0: Mr. G, how's that new
4: desk smell over there? I I, I am actually sitting here admiring the smell of the, the new wood. <laughs> 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 there was no way I was going to be able to say that where it didn't there. sound
1: awkward. Would you say the sexual. smell is, is ingrained? Yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness. It's nice and ingrained. Sorry, I was, I was barking up the wrong tree with
0: that joke. Mm. The one thing yeah. that sucked All about right. no. Fine. I like puns. You guys. This desk, the wood You've I bought for me. this had a live edge <laughs> and Matt's like, hey, do you want the live edge left on the desk? I'm like, no, I have to mount things to it. Please finish mm. it. You got to mount things. So to there the was going to be bark, yes, but no, there isn't. <laughs> Mr. G, anything for you to share, sir?
4: No.
1: <laughs> it's good to be back here. Uh,
0: Mr. P, what no, you got? That's
1: it. Let's call it a night.
0: Cool. White boy, play that funky music. Next week, we will be back Thursday night with uh, David Lang. He's an organizer, free flyer, based out of Florida, doing a lot of cool things. Week after that, we're taking a little bit of time off. We come back with Adam Buckner from Option Studios, I believe, on the 20-something of the month. And then October 1st, Cecily Ketchum
1: yelling. whatever
0: it is called. And uh, till then, Greg Lab Radio, we're out of here. Go the... <laughs> <laughs> no swear
1: September do it. do it save save your money give it to a lovely little lady for her tunnel time
3: be I little Beyonce,
0: Madison $40 right now I hate you
3: <laughs> I think, it, I think